The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. I wonder if it worked. Hello. It looks like it worked. Good. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, Mr. K, do we, uh, I, I see your, we don't have audio from you. I think there was some plan where, uh, uh, Mark Kinney is going to attempt to maybe try and. Host. It helps if I turn my, my mixing board on that the microphone is hooked up to, doesn't it? Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's science. It was plugged in, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I usually have, well, I, I, I have it plugged in. I actually bought a new plug for the thing because I didn't have one before. It was, it was running on, 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 on battery before this. Oh, okay. And I didn't actually have it turned on. Uh, I'd hit the little switch and that. But, okay, this, this actually yeah. works. I'm, Good. I am kind of shocked, but I should have plenty of... Uh, bandwidth because nobody else is using this line so <laughs> awesome uh, so have to wait for everybody else to decide that they're with us you don't even have to try turning it on and turning it off and turning it back on again at least not at the moment but now that you've said something <laughs> <laughs> but wow. uh anyway there's that and the the, the other options were if you all had already started one, which may well be something we need to try in the future, because the thing is that I may not always be able to be here as early as this. So you all may have well have started. Then the other things are um, so apparently I can type slash go live into the chat and join the the group chat, but I have no idea if that's actually true or not. Um, well, and we'll the other out. option, of course, is the alpha client that they're working on. So there'll be plenty yeah. of time to experiment, but if it ain't broke now, we ain't fixing it. Right. <laughs> and so far as showing up as early as this, um, uh, in the future, if you find that you want to show up at, you know, normal game, t- game start time, 930, then well, hopefully I'll be here earlier than that. I'm just saying that it would it, it might be a little more like quarter after seven than was, quarter before. So I was trying to joke in the extreme, but yeah. it turned out not to I be know, funny it's, because it's well. true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, hey. Well, I got an email from Nikki. Uh, unfortunately, is uh, uh, um, sniffling, sniffling. Uh, oh. Got hit with oh. a cold. Has every intention, however. At least according to the email of uh, being here for the festivities, uh, nice. so long as we don't mind her uh, uh, falling asleep on us as a possibility. <laughs> Though, as long as she doesn't snore. It's hey, yeah. If she snores <laughs> with her mic open, that'll just be <laughs> ambiance. Yeah. That'll just be you know creature noise, normal, normal, whatever. But, um, I see that at least so far it's just the three of us. Apparently. Just well, it's still early, us. though. 
Four of us. That's, I'm, I, I, I can Just see three on the screen. I understand. I, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I do that all the time, too. I'm like, well, great. Quick survey of the outside world. How many humans do I see? Five. Okay, so, hey, uh, we're going to need five seats at this restaurant. Mm. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's holding the camera? Yes. How come we never see a picture of whoever that is? Uh, All right. There are a few things I'm sorry, go ahead. in this group, though, that have made me feel a lot better about things, myself, whatever, in the last couple of, of, of weeks, I have to mention. Because during the whole time that I was busy with the whole work thing, I usually had other people in, in, the, in the kiosk with me, so I wasn't able to listen to podcasts like I normally do. So I, had, I hadn't actually listened to many of the proceedings you all had going on while I was gone. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up going back and, and listening to the uh, the uh, time uh, the time commandos thing. Time commandos and the paranoia game, which I am incredibly mm. jealous of because I wanted to run that for you guys. And I suppose <laughs> I, I I like still can. But oh, uh, dude, you should just pick right up from where we left off. I'm going to do something else because I. Okay. I, I kind of prefer second edition over XP, honestly. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, even though I am actually listed in the XP book. Slick. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was a uh, toothpaste incident high programmer. So. Toothpaste incident? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while they were working on the, on the game, Alan Varney ran a lexicon game called the Toothpaste Incident, and I was part of that. Ah, good. That was that was that that was that was that was fun. Just just sort of, you know, getting to listen to all 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 of 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 that and all the the conversations, all the the banter stuff that I I had missed. But I I have to note that there were there were several times you all would be talking about some things that I would make some some joke in my head, and then seconds later one of you all would make the same joke. So <laughs> I feel so much better about myself there. <laughs> It's like I said a couple of weeks you are ago. You not alone. Yeah. It's like I said a couple of weeks ago. Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> we all kind of a little bit rub off on each other just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Where's <laughs> oh, the... my. <laughs> and I like where this is going. <laughs> I got to ask, Trilobite, what is up with that picture? What is that? Who are you? What are you holding? Okay. So that's... <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I forget his actual name, but uh, you can find him on Omega Man Radio. And if you take a close look at the actual profile, you can see uh, lettering on his sword there. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Is that is that Jesus Christ is Lord on that big glowing blue yes. sword? All right. And uh, I believe he's holding a captured demon because this is a podcast about spiritual warfare oh. in the actual combating of demons sense. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I think I heard of that game. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy uh, claims to be uh, a an exorcist and mm. a uh, and a actual literal warrior for God. And uh, that is his podcast logo. It was too beautiful not to adopt. Oh man, that's it, somebody put that up as a logo on purpose. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you know, has someone has has someone told the original guy that uh, 
that Bob that Bob Larson all, 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 all already has that 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 particular shtick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> ever talked to this guy. <laughs> uh, Shannon Ray Davis. That's his name. Okay. Yep. Has he ever shared the stage or at least the same venue for speaking as oh, who's the guy? David Ike. Is it David <sighs> Ike? I, I, I would, think they're on different planets, to honestly. We can only hope that he would be in the same like quality tier as uh, as David Ike. <laughs> I haven't actually listened to any of his stuff. I just found the um, found his show and found the icon actually just by finding a weird comment drifting around, and then following that, following that, you know, went down a rabbit hole and ended up here. Right. <laughs> I got to get food out of, the, out, of, out of the oven. I'll be right back in just a sec. Okay, Is that what that delightful tone was? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that okay. sounds so much better than like that. Eee, that, well, that, that miniature truck backing up noise. Yeah. Oh, while, he's, while he's gone, I want, wanted you to um, transmit a message for Anthony Ed for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so this cannot be – well, I guess this shouldn't be in the program. But anyway, you know Is how that, that goes. Is a spoiler? <laughs> no, 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 no. Edit, edit, edit. Okay. Um, they're doing a promotional in uh, on Blizzard right now for a mount, but you have to ha- play 15 games of Heroes of the Storm with a with someone on your friends list. And so I was going to say, if she needs someone to play for with, with in order to get the mount, I was going to volunteer to see if we had some time in common to do that. Well, hell, okay, she's uh, it's a free to game play, free to play game. She's on Heroes nearly every uh, nearly every night. Oh, she's probably doing it then. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know whether it has to do with a with a with a WoW tie-in, but uh, why is this an um, edit 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 thing? It's public oh, knowledge. Well, well, <laughs> well, just 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 in case, I I wanted to um, pass along my um, you know uh, what do you call it? Wow WoW tag? What do they call that? Personal identification number. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yes. all right. That, yeah, that shouldn't go out on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think it's your Patriot's Liberty designation. I'll tell you what, I'll send it to you in a, in a email. That'll work, sure. Okay, okay, thank you. That's a very good thing to know. Yeah. I'll pass, um, we'll pass that along. Partially because I need someone to play with to get my mount, but also I thought she might need help too, but you never know, maybe some other people in the guild do. Oh, yeah, no, she, she's, uh, she, um, between her, her sister, and their friends, they've they've developed a whole new language having to do with heroes. You know, none of the actual character names are the same. They're they're all they're all different. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Yeah. No, that 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 just makes it more fun. Okay, good. I'll send that off to you, and we'll see what if I can get in on a little action on that myself. Good deal. Absolutely. Okay. <sighs> All right, I'm back. Okay. Alrighty. I have no idea. I've, I've never actually heard any of David Icke's lectures or, or recordings. Cause, uh, he's, he's the lizard, space yeah, lizard guy, right? I'm pretty right. sure, yeah. He's the guy, the royal family are all, uh, alien lizards and, and the, he used to be a goalie. Um, um, yeah. So, uh, Part of a, a beautiful lineage of prophets <laughs> of weird ideas. And, you know, 
it, with the bell curve, you got to have some that are in the middle, and you got to have some that are way on the outside on either side. And it sounds like yeah. these guys mm-hmm. are riding the curling edge uh, up against the border. So what the hell? <coughs> it, it, it's, if nothing else, his logo certainly adds color to the world. <laughs> I got to listen to some of his actual podcasts. Looks like it's mostly interviews with various pastors and the like. There's the full image there if uh, if you want it. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, look at that. That's scary. <laughs> it's just it's so beaut it's so beautiful because it's so earnest, I think. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's like a completely naive image like it doesn't it's not really a reference to something else. It doesn't seem to be derived from anything. Um, I'm pretty sure this guy made it himself, probably taught himself how to make images just by experimenting. It's like outsider art. Okay. I love stuff like that. Alright. And now I will sing you a song about why. <laughs> is that, yeah, is anybody hearing music? Yes. Is That's why cool? I said I will sing you a song about why. Okay, good. I just, it's another one of those things where, you know, I can never experiment with this stuff because I'm not online with anybody talking to them, trying to do this to see what the levels are, whether it comes through or not, whether this weird French banana uh, program works. <laughs> it's strange. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just trying this now so that I'm not scrambling like a crazy man when we get into the fun and interesting stuff that has to do with, you know, all that dice rolling and thing and things. Yeah. And while I'm doing that, I'm also going to cut and paste this uh, feedback into the into the chatty thingy. Cool. And hopefully uh, in the recording for this one, for this show, I will not have... Uh, nothing but me screaming loudly into the microphone, overpowering it with distortion beyond belief, uh, along with nothing but mouse clicks. Wow. <laughs> Episode 180, I went back and listened to it, and I thought, I posted this? <laughs> Holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I posted it. Uh, it sounded okay on my end, at least. I don't remember us having that, uh, that as a major problem. Well, good, because uh, otherwise it would have been like... It, Essentially, it would have been Anum. Anum, did you put some kind of sauce on the microphone? Is it just too delectable? <laughs> what am I looking for now? Oh, Skype. That's right. That's what I'm on here now. Try it. Try it. Try it. There we go. Does this work? No. Yes, it did. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm showing that Nikki and uh, Nikki's on and Eric's on with a, a like, yellow symbol, but neither of them answered before. Ooh, Nikki turned green for me. Oh, she's right. <laughs> Should I do add people to this call, or is somebody else already doing that? Let me well, go ahead normally and... I would, but uh, lately... Oh, wait, no, I just can't remove people anymore. I think because you're the administrator, and they've changed how stuff works. I don't think I'll actually... Yeah. I think, uh, Andros, you're hosting this, are you, or is Mr. K? No, I am. Uh, Mr. K. Oh. Excellent. Good but for deal. the conversation, I think you're the administrator. Let me take another look here. Uh, I doubt that. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, wait. <laughs> Mike, Josh. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's MTMJ. That's somebody else. Yep. Um, yeah, Thou so we... Thou beest the administrator. Okay. And 
yeah, I don't know. I thought I'd have something funnier by the time I got there. That's what I forgot to put up. I forgot to put up random.org. I can't even, I can't even roll dice if I don't do that. Random.org. Here we go. Good. Now I'm nearly I almost all set up. Sit and listen to the music. Uh, that's to, that's also to remind me of something else I'm supposed to uh, mention before we get underway, which ties directly into this stuff. So should we should we roll d20s? Is that what we should do? I oh. think we should. Wait a minute. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna. Let me get you the so. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. We'll go for high number. One through twenty. Generate. Ooh, I rolled an eighteen. I rolled a twelve. Thirteen. Cat, where did you put my largest die? He's not talking. I'd get really scared if I heard a voice answer. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously would. Well, that's all right. You should go to the second largest. I know it's cat sound kind of like, I haven't seen your dice. <laughs> for, for him, or, or, the I usually use when I'm vocalizing for the animal. Like yeah. we all do, right? That's not a crazy person thing. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was pushing something around, and then, hey, did you hear about this bug I saw earlier? He's very chatty. I have a mighty four. I think uh-huh. that puts Andros at the top. Okay, what do I got? That what means, do I win? Uh, do in I win? the chat, uh, that means you win. The uh, the uh-huh. opportunity to to read the uh, the feedback from XO4 as I lower oh, this music so that it doesn't overpower it. Okay, are you ready? Indeed, okay, so. email from okay XO4. Uh, dear V Gutter Skypes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feedback portion. Oh my goodness! How fun is your apocalypse? Wow, I love listening to Apocalypse World-style games, especially the character creation. <laughs> and then the action, the play... Who's just dropped out? I oh, think that sorry. was Nikki we were trying to get, and the call failed. And oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, that was distracting for a minute. Sorry. Uh, okay, no problem. No problem. Um, okay, so it's, uh, enjoyed especially the character creation, and then the action, the play... I would totally watch that cartoon. <laughs> no, not that one, nor that one. It would be a fresh new cartoon, but still kind of like Easy Wheels, which wasn't a cartoon and is nothing like Shithead's Gang, <laughs> but are some of my favorite bikers anyway. I do hope that you work out your time differences so that we can hear more and Tink gets to unload on the deserving, or just as likely the undeserving when she is restless. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Do not misunderstand. I am loving your D&D campaign, and I was overjoyed to hear the golden tones of Mark Kenny. Woohoo! Yay. But I haven't really gotten halfway into the banter portion of that episode, <laughs> so I can't say as much about that. I just felt I had to get the note out because who knows when I might have my email open again, XO4. Okay, thank you. Excellent to hear from XO4. Thank you very, very much, and glad you're having a good time. Yeah. 
I apologize for being late. I was just about to log on to Skype and work called, and it was like, well, I better take this because it's not from somebody who usually calls me. Mm-hmm. Why would so, you yeah. choose somebody that pays you money over us? That's right. <laughs> wow, I just can't get Nikki, and she's showing green. you got to get your priorities straight. I know, man. What the hell? I just got an email from uh, Nikki here. Apparently, she's having additional computer troubles, so she's not going to be with us tonight. It's. Uh, I just saw that, and that's very, very sad. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I should reply to it, but I will reply after the after the show. In the meantime, I uh, I will assume the role of uh, Argante in mechanical form, not in role play form. Um, much the way that uh, much the way that I kept. Crowthu before he even had a name, moving along with the party and fighting in, with the group. In mechanical form. So when in she sings, form. it'll be... <laughs> I am Argante. Let's hope so. I think you should give this character over to Blanky. <laughs> Please insert an Electrum oh, for another ballad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, probably won't happen uh. like that. Um, all right. So thank you very much, very, very much, Zofor, uh, for the feedback. You're here. I hope you enjoyed that. And, uh, um, Nikki will, will, will have danger next time as well. You'll see. And we'll even have more shopping because, well, you know, being a, an obsessed, maniacal, uh, wild new DM idiot, I've got 26 pages written for just Yay! just these first freaking episodes <laughs> that we've done, and half of it didn't make it to, to the thing, which is the way it should be. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, um, points to cover before we dive into the world. Episode 180, the audio. Sorry, folks, I'm, wor- I'm working on replacing it. Um, I, I went back and listened and thought, wow, this is terrible. Can't believe I posted it. So I've, I've tried a, a new edit of the two tracks that I, that I was working with and we'll see if, uh, see if I can get that done a little bit better for you guys, uh, and repost it. If not for you, then for posterity. <laughs> uh, next up on my list of things that I really should cover is player XP for, oh no, no, that's not next up. Next up is Kevin McLeod. Of the uh, Clan McLeod? Of the, uh, I don't know yeah. if he's of the Clan McLeod, but Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. dot 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 com, I think. Uh, where are we? Oh yes, audio. Uh, right, and and tabletop audio. Tabletop audio was mentioned uh, seven or eight episodes ago, but I think I should mention it again here. Uh, the background ambience you'll hear ambiance. You'll hear in many, many other D&D productions, um, providing uh, um, tavern sounds, nature sounds, um, mood music for you to put behind your D&D sessions. Yes, tabletop audio, go there too. Kevin McLeod also, of course, is all over the place and is just a wonderful, wonderful composer. You're hearing him now if the audio is working right. Okay, everybody, you're on your uh, character sheets or on a piece of paper or a napkin or maybe in, in crayon on your arm. You may put uh, your your uh, XP, not your hit points, your XP, <laughs> that's oh. 660. 
Last episode is uh, was uh, was 100 XP, 50 to each of you for the role play, and an additional 50 to each of you for listening to the writer's workshop that the DM foisted upon you as a captive audience and had a good old time <laughs> indulging himself doing it. So 660 to everybody. I'm glad you did. I, I hoped at least it was at, least, uh, at the very least entertaining. We could have gotten into more danger, though, if I wasn't so long-winded. That's my opinion. Not fishing here. Just saying. Okay, next up on the list. Uh, the bundle of stuff that you guys got from, uh, that you guys got from Knox's gang. Oh, yeah. If I recall correctly, it was, um, well, the grand, the grand list or the grand total or the whatever it was was placed into the hands of Cuddy. And if at some point you get a chance in your copious, copious spare time, which I'm sure you and everyone else has, uh, mm. uh, Andros, to go over that at mm. some point, but we should determine who has what um, before mm-hmm. things get too deep and heavy. Like, if I'm recalling correctly, the healer's kit went to Krothu. Mm-hmm. Um, the healing potion, there were two healing potions. One was given to Benipia. Uh, Benipia Troom to get him out of, uh, to get him to not be unconscious anymore. Right. Uh, so there's I one. I was holding on to the other one. Okay, so to... you have the other common healing potion. Right. Somebody has the longbow. I thought, I think it was last in the possession of Blind Geek, but I don't know who ended up with it. If it's Blind Geek, that's fine. Unless you already had one, in which case you could pass it on to somebody else if you feel like it. And the other thing to consider is, Lots of daggers ended up into this into this uh, mix, and if anybody wants to bulk up on spare daggers, uh, I, I'm pretty sure Nikki too. took it one. Okay, well, it's something. Yeah. It, at some point, if uh, if folks want to get uh, whatever list of of uh, what they believe they have in their inventory from that from that uh, batch of stuff, that would be a good idea too. Uh this other thing is for Nikki and and Nikki, if you're listening, well, I'll I'll, I'll send her an email at some point, or I'll talk to her about it. For next session, mm-hmm. you guys should be level three. Good. That was 660 XP, right? Because I have 660. 460 from before. Yeah. So, uh, okay. and then that should have gone up to 560, and then after that, 660. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I apparently only have 360, so that means I'm at 460. No, that means you're at 662. Everybody leveled at the okay. same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've been cool. fighting right alongside the group. You want to listen to last, if, if, if you're interested in listening to past stuff of the gutter skypes, by all means, um, pick up on the D&D sessions, except for, yeah, um, yeah I guess 180 has to be included, but I'm suck. I apologize for the audio. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, uh, geography. Um, uh, excuse me. Ooh. A reminder uh, and a refresher, just to orient ourselves on where and what and what this place is. We're, we're, I think we're eight or nine sessions into this, and no real idea of the scope of what uh, the place or the size. Listeners, if you're interested, go to the Gutter Skypes page and scroll down until you see. Uh, until you see a map that looks like a chia pet with the mange that swallowed a rainbow. And you'll see 
a map that shows some place called Quincunx. And it was one of my earliest attempts to try and put something together. It's functional. It shows where the towns are. It shows where the forests are. It shows where something like mountains ought to be, maybe. Um, but it's where the, 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 the game takes place. The planet, or the world, is called Zutane. The little island nation that's like 200 miles north to south, 200 miles east to west, roughly round, kind of. The island nation, that's called Quincunx. And there are five major towns uh, in this place, five major cities. The one that the group started in, uh, arrived at, was called Seep Curse. And uh, they've been unable to escape it since we began. <laughs> Mainly because well, it was, it was of, a holiday. Know, it was a holiday. Every time they, they we get out, it pulls us back I think in. what you mean is that since the inception of our campaign, it has been the scene of many rich adventures. Uh, yeah. This guy knows how to spin things beautifully. That's terrific. I love the sound of that. Yeah. Strike out everything I said and, and substitute what he said. Uh, yeah, Seep Curse... Um, that is the southernmost, uh, the southernmost town. It's the port city they arrived in. That would be, uh, say, five o'clock on your, uh, if you're, if you set the island as a, a clock face. That'd be about five o'clock. Seven o'clock is a small town called, uh, Tame Paint. It's not one of the major cities, but it's, uh, it's been overrun by weird, wild, terrible, evil magic or something. Uh, Eight o'clock on the clock face would be, uh, and on the coast would be, would be Goosuck. And, uh, I'll, I'll probably do, that's another major port city. Dead center in the clock is a place called Ditrine. It's between two mountains. It's at the crossroads of all five cities. So all the traffic passes through Ditrine and it's the capital of Quincunx. And then, yeah, the- because, Either yeah. you get there or you die trying. That's probably how it got its name. <laughs> Sorry. Thank that you. Is Thank very you. I'm back, damn it. You certainly <laughs> are. Well, I'm sorry, but that was low-hanging fruit. I'm still glad you said it. <laughs> I'm still very glad you said it. Aren't all puns? Um, Gusak was named by Arsenian pirates um, very, very early on in its uh, when it was still a small town. Um, they must have had something awful to say about the place, didn't like it, and called it Gusak. And apparently, apparently, that stayed the name of the city even when it got big. So, go figure. All right, so the, uh, moving up to the north, uh, uh, past the, uh, you got the Itrine Center of the clock face, and then up, say, around 1 o'clock, uh, is a place called Baked Anchor. And it has a nice. massive, massive bay. Huge. Uh, this is the, this is the city that builds and sells ships, um, and handles quite, quite a bit of, uh, of overseas trade. So, uh, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock would be, uh, the other, the fifth major city, and that would be Trickle Mass. Uh, Trickle Mass is <laughs> extremely, uh, extremely artistic, and, uh, the hoi polloi and the most magic capable of Quincunx, uh, reside at Trickle Mass. They would never, of course, say in Trickle Mass. 
they would say. We are at trickle baths. So anyway, <coughs> I'm sorry. Of course, yes. Yeah. So that gives uh, that should give you something of a of an orientation of the the scope of the world. It's not that big a nation. It's only 200 miles uh, north to south and east to west, and it's got smaller towns that uh, that dot the forests. I won't go through names of forests or anything like that because we'll be here all night. So that's where we are. Thank we, you, Mr. Tolkien. Thank you, Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me the history of every individual branch and leaf. Yes, and when was this particular shop on this corner founded? And what was the what are the names of the streets oh, and how guy. did they get their names? Wow. So when last we left our heroes, are we ready to begin? By the way, do people want to take a bio break or anything like that? I would like yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. This, 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 first. Yeah, we're going to get ready to get into it, and uh, this would be a good time. Let's roll some dice and kick some ass. Absolutely. I mean, let's play play some role playing. And could we do it the other way around? Sure. Kick some ass and roll some dice. No, kick some dice and roll some ass. Yes. <laughs> now we're trying. Are there 3D printed pearl asses out there? I'm not sure I want to. All right. <laughs> Just grab your favorite ass and roll. There you go. It's not hard. <laughs> I, I love these place names. How uh, how, uh, how how wonderful would oh I, when I named uh, there's a there's a, an East Coast uh, place called Rumpers Bog. Oh God, I, yeah. And I stuck it there just because you know hey this place doesn't have a swamp it's got two deserts it's got forests it's got mountains but it's got no swamp. And when I stuck a swamp in there. I was uh, looking for, I don't know, terrain characteristics or stuff like that. And I just, I read somewhere that they're pulling wood out of bogs or swamps uh-huh. in whole tree form or yeah. trunk form that they're, you know, that that's perfectly preserved. I think they're like submerged cypress trees. I've heard of some of this also, I think, from... Oh, I'm trying to remember exactly where, but yeah, yeah, I've heard of this idea for sure. Yeah, and they they carbon dated some of the stuff to forty thousand years old. Awesome! I've 40. only heard heard of it as like economic recovery. Hey, where like you know they're they're pulling this stuff out because you just can't get big old trees anymore. Uh huh. So like, you know, it's a it's a technique to get that so you can get your hands on some choice lumber. Forty thousand years old. That's pretty 40, awesome. I can't. I couldn't conceive of this. Like, there's there's freaking wood you can build a coffee table out of. That's forty thousand freaking years old. That's wow. pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> and so naturally, I decided instantly. Uh, yeah, that's what they're doing up there. That's what they're doing in Lumpers Bog. And there's two small towns Slick. that make <laughs> a, make their existence out of it. Wet Step and uh, and uh, whatever the other one is. I'm not looking at the map, but. Um. Me- yeah. Music is coming through quite nicely, by the way. God help you if you have to edit anything. Because <laughs> so long as it isn't overpowering. If it's overpowering, uh, please let me know because I'm I'm hearing it at a reasonable level through my uh, headphones. But if if it's just like blaring at you, do let me know by all means. It's, no, we're it's good. Fu- yeah, it's fine to me. I I'm glad we can actually hear it. Good deal. This time. Good deal. Maybe it'll yeah, even come out regarding editing, like. For the listener, if you hear a gap in the music, um, a wizard did it. That's right. Mm. 
It means Whenever that the whole something like that. <laughs> it means that the whole podcast drove under a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. And I know I've said it repeatedly, but it bears repeating anyway. I love these dice. I spend more time muted, just rolling <laughs> dice for the hell of it because I can. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, thank you again. We are so happy you are enjoying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That so is fantastic. <laughs> Genuinely makes me happy. I think more people should be. Yeah, while we're at it, uh, sixty-four ounce games, people. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it's Shapeways. They're, that's who they're selling to, right? Shapeways. I don't. I don't not. know if uh, dude may have his own printer. Yeah, I'm that's not sure. sure. Go, I, just go to sixty-four ounce just, games directly yeah. to the folks that did this, and and uh, and you know, find out and and see what you can do about supporting them. Uh, by buying whatever else they got. So that's a good thing. That's an excellent thing. Are we, uh, is, is everybody back or, or should I, is it too early for me to, for us to get underway? We all good? To We're only an hour in. It's way too early. early. That's <laughs> 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 true. It's not 9.30 yet. We can't start gaming. It's funny because it's, it's true. Funny because yeah. it's true. When last, uh, let's, uh, let's, we'll go ahead and get into this. Let, let's, uh, see if I can find the right thing. Oh, why doesn't it tell me the name of the thing that's, uh, there we go. I like oh, this one. good. Yeah, it makes sense. When last we left our heroes, uh, they were standing after, uh, upgrading, um, their armor. In a blacksmith shop. And uh, I think it was Brex Buffers. Let me, let me go ahead and find that. Yes, Brex Buffers on Sanford Avenue in West Seabcurse. Um, the uh, the armorer um, of choice. And they were speaking with Breck Sonin. Mm-hmm. Who in, a tiefling woman who informed them that... Uh, uh, that she, among many other people, were having her troubles with the the local the local mine being overrun, uh, presumably mm. by goblins, and that she couldn't get. I I I uh, I can't get hold of the the soap soap shine ore soap shine ore, and she gave you a piece of it, and said that she needed sixty pounds of it. And uh, I think your transactions with her were complete. Bone Steel went from uh, uh, went up one point at least in his armor class, as did Argante by switching from regular leather armor to studded leather armor. And Rogar got hold of a uh, got hold of a nice little buckler that he's mm-hmm. going to make use of uh, on and off as he sees fit, which brought his armor class up by two, or will at least whenever he's using it. And so um, there we are. It's uh, it's probably about two o'clock in the afternoon, maybe three. Mm, no, yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon is more like it. Uh, once you once you made your way to uh, Brex Buffers on God's Toasting Day, and uh, what would y'all what what would y'all like to do? We should eat, mm. get supplies. <laughs> And go to the mine. Yes. 
Oh, that sounds like a good plan. Party is in agreement on that. Okay. Yes. And, and uh, Rogar nods, and it just goes striding out. <laughs> I'm going to look up and down the street. What's the first food obtaining type place that I see? Uh, from coming from Brex Buffers, you would find yourselves back at the uh, at the um, prancing Vespa. Oh, okay, that's easy then. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to march right in there and grab a table. Yep. And I'm trying to find the prancing Vespa. <laughs> Where is it? Everyone's going to run to different restaurants. Make detailed Whee! orders. Make detailed orders. This isn't working here. Oh, man. I had it all loaded up and everything. All right. That's okay. I'll just add it. Charge and attack! I don't... Only you and I can defeat this vicious monster. This plague of the land. This buffet. <laughs> I am most assuredly right behind you, old chap. <laughs> I love that voice for Bone Steel, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. It's got to be here. It's got to be here. <sighs> no, that ain't it. Damn it. There it is. Okay. This is the this is the uh, the prancing Vespa. My math is off on my armor class now, and I don't know where. Oh, it doesn't matter. I know it's right. Should be fifteen, right? It's fifteen, but then I have studded leather eleven dex plus three, which is fourteen. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess studded leather should be twelve. Studded leather uh, is uh, at. Jeez, uh, I had it in front of me at some point. Uh, yeah, it, 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 whatever it was, it was going to take you from. It was going to uh, take you up at least one, uh, one point in your armor class. Right. Okay, so I, I know I've got that part right. I just was trying to Absolutely. show my work for future, uh, just so I didn't go. Where'd that come from? And I think that's a little off, but oh well, no big. Okay. No. Shandaya Shan brings you out. Uh, brings you out some uh, some steaming mugs of uh, whatever happens to be the most popular drink that particular day they're running around like crazy because it's god's toasting and everybody wants to uh, toast the gods all day long just as they did all night when you know uh, once upon a time it used to be one toast during dinner that day and it just over the centuries turned into let's get as drunk as possible for two days straight <laughs> you're here yeah and uh, and she uh, she starts uh, setting down the lunchtime specials. Uh, breakfast is long over, of course, and and it's uh, lots of meat, lots of vegetables, lots of uh, steaming stews. They don't take uh, specific orders like uh, Edder Cap Claws or Minotaur Tail or anything like that. They just make lots and lots in bulk and start uh, and start putting it out on the tables. And there's meals in front of you. Awesome. So, uh, sitting down, eating heartily. I've never dealt with goblins before. Kind of looking around. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you have to be careful when you deal with goblins, oh boy. They'll stab you in the back first chance you get. they get. Mm-hmm. And, uh, best thing you can do is to try to stab them first. Or to, uh, get away... Sight unseen to begin with. 
Rogar kind of like nods sagely, listening. Any other advice? Hmm. Looking at, uh, looking at, oh my goodness, Mr. K, I forgot your orc's name. Krothu. Thank you. Yes, uh, never try to pickpocket a large-breasted woman. I had been looking at at Krothu, and now I just, like, look over. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of cock my head slowly. It's a, it's like that scene in Jurassic Park where the, where, like, the, the, the weirdly naked raptor, like, looks over and, like, is, like, trying to figure out what to do about the door. Like, why? (laughs) Oh, good lord, if I have to explain. You do? Ah, well. (laughs) Let's just say. Let me get that for you. Oh, thank you. Let's just say there's a lot of. Are not pockets normally located on hips? Well, you see, that's the problem. There are many places... Rogar is grabbing his hips and, like, looking down at them. (laughs) (laughs) For a male... For a man, that is true. But for a a woman, there are other, more devious places to hide one's treasures. (laughs) Ah, do not attempt to pick cleavage a large-breasted woman. Yes. Oh, good God, I thought, I thought I'd said not. You said pocket. He did say pocket. He did <laughs> say pocket. He said pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm watching this conversation from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that creepy gnome? He's always there. Are you guys seeing him? <laughs> he's he's our, our theme music. Any good group of heroes should have some. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what tactics or advice would you offer for clearing a mine full of gnomes? Ugh. Full of gnomes? Goblins. Goblins. <laughs> I have no problem with gnomes. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's about the same same thing as far as clearing the mine. <laughs> They're small. They squish pretty good. Don't let them, don't let them get behind you. Understood. Are they devious, recall, are they... Oh, they like fire. And they, and um, pu- making puzzle traps. Ah, so they're devious. They're trap makers. Are so, you sure, some, some are of you them, sure that's yeah. not the gnomes? Um, yeah, it's the goblins, too. It's just the, the gnomes are better at it. Right, okay. Around about this time, door swings open. Um, a couple of... Uh, a couple of Wall guards, uh, not the uh, constabulary that uh, uh, the, the city watch, the, the types that you were used to dealing with when you first came to town, including Jacob Benish. Uh, he's the head of those guys, but these are these are a different section of uh, they're a different section of the city's um, law enforcement. There's two major ones. One's the watch. One's the wall guards, and. While they're separate entities, they work closely together. Whatever. You can tell they're dressed different, but they've got a kind of uniform on. Anyway, they come in, they've got their helmets on their arms, they grab some tankards off the bar, they smile, and they make kissy faces at uh, Shandaya, who just does, <laughs> again, and and <clears throat> uh, sit down at a table near you and uh, mm-hmm. glance over and recognize, they think, because of the 
the configuration of the party that you must be the those new people that are doing all kinds of fun, interesting, and terrific stuff. And they raise their tankards to you and smile and go on about their, their drinking yeah. a little bit. How goes the watch? Uh, let's, let's just say it's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, blurrier than it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today of all days, we try to keep our, uh, try to keep our wits about us, but, uh, you know, when everybody's celebrating, happy God's toasting to all of you. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. Yeah. Happy God's toasting. To you too. Happy God's toasting to you. And they uh, they down half their tankards and slap them on the table and just reach over for whatever happens to be edible in on a plate in the middle. I'm Horst. I'm Horst Canigliero. This here's my buddy. This here's my buddy Mackie Spawoon. Mackie and Horst, Horst. we're inseparable. We Mackie. we do the we do the patrol on the wall. Anything interesting going on with you folks? I, uh, look at my friends here. Should we share with them our plan regarding the mine? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, certainly. Well, we might as well now. Well, I leaned over, you know, fairly quietly. Oh, oh okay. 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 I, okay, I didn't... Okay. <laughs> 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 you just... Conversational tone. I mean, okay, they might have then, heard it or not, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, should so we reveal to them that we're about to attack them? <laughs> I'm sorry, I talked over. Who said what? Should we tell them we're about to attack? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, we might as well now, dingus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought we were going. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are planning to head to a mine outside of town. It may be infested with goblins. Have you ever fought goblins before? Goblins? Why? Nasty little buggers. They're very fast. They're very fast. They're more clever than they appear to be, but they're just bird. They're just filthy, nasty, bitey little creatures. Hmm. They're not terribly hard to kill, but when they hit, they hit. And they can do some damage, especially in large numbers. You gotta be careful. You gotta watch their back. And they can slip through your arms real quick. They've got their own little tricks. Most of the time somebody tries to run away from you, you can get a good smack at them, but these, these little buggers are fast. Large numbers, that's what you gotta watch out for. When they all get together and gang up, that's when you have problems. Those mines—they've been a—they've been a sore thumb for sore, sore thumb for the city for the past two weeks. <coughs> everybody and everybody that's connected—the miners, the some of the merchants—they're—they're they're, they're all hot and bothered that we haven't sent out troops to go and take that mine back. Well, the people—people people of the town won't have it. Not now. The—it's oh, all about—it's all about. People, politics, and, and paranoia. I like that. People, I, politics, and paranoia. Uh, yes, the three bloody peas. Listen, uh, this is regarding the mind. Did okay? As a player, this may be a stupid question, but uh, I'm going to ask it in character anyway. So, if my character would obviously know the answer, we just 
if do you is there a blasting in these mines that goes on? Hmm. Blasting. Yeah. To to make way for more uh mining. What? I don't I don't believe so. I don't think they'd make use of uh they'd make use of magic like that. To... Ah, alright. Maybe lots and lots of people that uh, it's 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 safer. It's a lot safer just to, to plan out how you're gonna carve through the rock and find your different veins instead of blowing things up with with deadly spells, especially if there's a possibility anybody's in there. I never heard of that. Well I've heard rumors in far-off mm-hmm. lands of, uh... Screw it. Never mind. Forget I said <laughs> There's no way to... Yeah, yeah. I can't it's think It's hard to know what sort of technology yeah. is available. Yeah, I was thinking, because, you know, if we could find... I was going to say gunpowder. like, we don't have guns. We have bows. That doesn't Mac- work. Uh, his friend Mackie... His friend <laughs> Mackie elbows him in the, in the ribs and just kind of leans over to... He's, he's talking about that it's that 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 bangy stuff that the alchemists put together. He's not talking yeah. about magic. He's talking about that black bangy uh, powdery stuff that alchemists put together. You're talking oh, about the yes. black bangy Dude, stuff the alchemists put that, together, yeah. aren't you? If if we could get a hold of some of that, that would be. He says, pounding like, the table for emphasis, which probably doesn't like, go too well over the microphone there. That like would thund- be the way to clear... Like thunderstones, you mean, huh? Thunderstones! Something like that. That would be a fabulous, cracking way to... To, uh... To collapse a mine? Oh, well, <laughs> we get rid of the goblins, so wouldn't it? Well, it could stun a bunch of goblins if it doesn't collapse the, the mine. Yeah. Or two to overcome. <laughs> I can't think of everything, you know. You hardly said a word these last several days, and now you come out with that. Still well, waters. As, well, it is. It is. It is. It is true. As a wise man once said, the 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 making of an omelet must begin with the breaking of some eggs. <laughs> hmm. Well, then, once we're done here, let's go to the mine and break some eggs. I know there's a, I know there's a lot of miners and miners widows that wouldn't mind uh, wouldn't mind seeing a mine collapse on top of a whole bunch of goblins, but I'll tell you one thing: they're just not paying enough attention to it because the jewels and the gold don't come out of this mine. They don't think it's uh, they won't put too much they won't put too, put too much store in sending internal city defensive forces out to take it. Because it hasn't got the diamonds and it hasn't got the gold. It's a little bit of here and there. There's occasionally they come out with a gem or two, but it's not a major source. They get their iron, they get their sulfur, they get some soap shine, I think, out of that mine too, and that's about that's about it. But we lost sixty men. We lost sixty men. Battalions were sent to take tame paint back to find out what was going on over there. They never came back. And this city is still itching from it. They're still sore. They're still paranoid. They don't want to send more people out because they don't want to see people go that don't come back. And that's why it's bits and pieces, mercenaries here and there, little heroes that try to make it there and and make a name for themselves and take the reward. There's 2,500 gold in it. 
that that attracts a lot of people. Ah, oh. there's there's merchants and miners that got together and came up with two thousand five hundred for whoever could prove that the mine is cleared and ready to be taken over again by us. But the goblins have something going on. People that have gone down don't come back. Is that your plan then? Are you gonna you you folks gonna go out there and try it yourself? I think our plan is to get a good look at the place first. Kind of looking at my friends here for confirmation. Nodding. Yes. Oh, wait, I'm muted. Wait, am I muted? Should I... Nope. No. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Well, if that's your then plan, you'll, you'll be heading over to the East Wall, then you'll need to talk to Nana, captain of the East Wall Quarter. Okay. He's well, the one that guards the glue. They were the. Oh, Adam. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam, uh, you were saying we had a bundle of daggers and whatnot. I had on my character sheet says a bronze dagger. Was that from that? Oh my, bronze daggers from session from two, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I was just wondering if I if I, I they had like a steel dagger I could trade that in for, or does it matter? Well, there were some steel daggers thrown in there too. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me actually, if if, uh, if you're gonna um, be the guardian of that, I actually found because, like, a, uh, very foolishly, I erased the full inventory of what I had set up for you guys on it, except for one tiny little block. I will go ahead and put that in if I can get it. Oh, come on, copy for me, will you? No, you won't, will you? You miserable piece of software. <laughs> ah, there we go. Okay. I'm going to put this in chat, and uh, if you can at some point uh, pop back into Skype and copy and paste or stick it in a, in a um, text file or something, um, you go ahead and put that in there, too. And while we're at it, um, I'm just going to go ahead and s- and... and Recall for you that one of the uh, one of the objects that was found, just so that you don't have to listen to the whole damn episode again, <laughs> was a, a, a metal tube with a screw cap and a piece of parchment in it that felt funny. A blank piece of parch, uh, uh, yeah, parchment uh, that was curled up inside that uh, that felt funny, and I do believe that Cuddy ended up with that. Okay. Which reminds me, the player, something that Rogar wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, turning to Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of probing attacks and tracking your prey, have you given any other thought to anything you might have that this dream figure was looking for? It did say that you had something it bo- that it wanted or something that belonged to it, didn't it? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. Um... <laughs> in the I dream think, I think it said uh, yeah. it said um, return what is mine or return my property I think oh that was my dream was it yes yeah return what you have taken yeah weird huh yeah. well, yes in D&D parlance I think the last five to ten minutes of conversation fall under the category of great big mallet Slamming against the story, saying, <laughs> "Authors' message, authors' message. Look here." So, 
<laughs> I'll, uh, uh, yes, just to keep this out of the parlance of, uh, of, uh, let's just not work that hard at him. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, doesn't have well, to be. I don't a, think there was anything really that specific in the dream, so I, I no, guess I kind of figured all... if it's important, we'll find out later. Absolutely. Yeah. Symbols, symbols last a long time. You don't even have to refrigerate them. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry anyway. So is that Cuddy's answer? Yeah. Hmm. Rogar says, just kind of like looks off to the side. Uh, well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> just like looking down at the ruins of the, uh, of the meal here, or rather a plate that's been like, it's probably cleaner than when it came out of the kitchen. <laughs> um, well, here, have another ale on me and let's go head on up there when we're done. Excellent. Right? Okay. That was a monk. Remember, Sanchez, he doesn't though. mean that literally, Rogar. He does he's going to pay for it. He doesn't want it to <laughs> He might have been around enough to know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just Bone Steel's joke. It, no, it was. It probably was, yes. It was. Of course. I make myself a nice... <laughs> why, would, why would you think anything differently than that? That's that's what I want to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make myself a nice MLT sandwich. <laughs> Mayonnaise, mutton. lettuce, and tomato? Mutton lettuce. Where the mutton is oh. nice and lean and... Mm. Yes, very perky. Oh, man, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I haven't seen that since, oof, about a million years ago. Since around the time when, like, everyone was making references to it. Ah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so perky. <laughs> Excellent. Go back and rewatch that, see if it stands up. Oh, it does. You better. <laughs> it very much does. Okay, anyway, where were we? I think we were getting ready to head out to go talk to this uh, captain of what was it, the eastern section? Oh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you want it? Yeah, you're looking for Nanap Nga. You know, don't worry about his last name. It took us years. But it's Nanap Nga. Giant guy, big. He's got tattoos all over his face. He's a Goliath. He captains the, he captains the east wall quarter. And uh, and he he guards uh, part of what he does is guard the glyph that goes out to the mine. That'll that'll get you there in seconds. And oh. <laughs> I can only hope that you'll get back. But uh, if you're if you're looking to jump off a tall cliff and see what happens, they're ready for you. Lots have gone before you. I can only wish you luck. Both he and Mackie uh, raise their tankards to you. Fortune and blessings to your clan. Hey, happy gods, toasting clan, fortune, luck thing. He's had All right. <laughs> a little bit, uh, a little bit more help. And the same to you, of course. Jeez. Don't, don't worry. We're meant to face much greater dangers than these. We'll, we'll be back. So says the voice of prophecy. Let's go. Okay, and uh, the party heads out, uh, uh, pays uh, Shandaya, and, and uh, you got your stuff together, and you're back out into the uh, Winter Festival streets. 
and make your way to the eastern gate of uh, of, uh, of uh, Seep Curse. Start asking around the, among the wall guard there that you can recognize now quite easily because of your prior dealings with them. Um, and they point you in the direction of uh, a small, small opening uh, that's just inside the just inside the portcullis area. Wide open door. Somebody that uh, is just shouting orders to a couple of people to get get back up on the wall. And not be late next time. He's taking bottles away from a couple of guys. And just then turns to you folks. Oh. Kind of look at Bone Steel here. So oh. Happy, uh, happy God's Toasting Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, God's talk to you, yeah. We would like to speak with Captain Ndach. That was a nice try. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's Nanap and, and don't worry about it. Just say Nanap. I'm Captain Nanap. What do you want? Oh. What do you want to do? What, oh. are, what are you looking for? Uh, well, we. I'll let somebody else take it now that I've chagrined myself. <laughs> we intend to go check out the mine. Want to know if there is any anything you could tell us about it? Some Rams. of the of your fellow watchmen said we should check with you. Okay. Captain Nanep is uh, is about uh, eight and a half feet tall. He's bald. Mm-hmm. He's blue skinned. He's got spiky striped tattoos uh, up and down his arms and all over his face. He's very much a Goliath, covered in furs, but he does wear uh, some insignia that indicates he's part of the Wall Watch. But he stands up straight, rolls his eyes, lets his head fall back a little bit. <clears throat> oh, more foes to die! Wow. Ah, you're feeling suicidal. He squints his eyes a little bit at you, sees that it's a dragonborn, a bard, and two monks and a and a roguish looking character and tilts his head a bit. Hey you you the folks that uh you the folks that got knocks and killed that hay thing? Rogar nods. Hmm. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Maybe you won't die. Maybe you'll make it back. All right. Well, if you're ready, uh, let me walk you through it. I'll show you over here. And he steps, uh, <laughs> he steps through a swing gate within the portcullis and just waves you on to follow him. Barks a few more orders at some other guards that are trying to get their armor back on. Some that are waking up, some that are about to go on patrol up at the top of the wall. And uh, makes it to just outside the wall itself. Against the wall, in a circular formation, you see inscribed on stone uh, what looks almost like a, a map compass with, uh, with strange figures drawn on it. And uh, near the wall, he, he reaches out and he grabs a, a whole bunch of cords in his hand that are about, I don't know, five or six feet long. Silvery looking, but very tough, very strong. And he starts passing these cords out to each of you. He gives one to each of you. Mm-hmm. All right, those, those are your keys back. You want to tie those around your waist nice and securely. Those are your keys back. 
this uh, this sigil, this glyph, was made by the mine owners about ten years ago. They got tired of risking the road trip. The glyph goes to a little town called Feet Salvation. Don't ask. I don't know. They named it Feet Salvation. <laughs> it was built up around the mine. <clears throat> Excuse me. God, every time I try to do any kind of voice, I get a freaking coffee fit. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> I will be laughing in sympathy. It's, yeah, it's consistent anyway. It's only about 20 miles north of the town. And it's in the middle of the Sentinel Forest. So the Sentinel Forest mine is overrun by something. We think it's goblins. Two guys, two of the miners came back. One of them had a goblin head in his hand that came limping into town through the north gate. Talking about, uh, I don't know, they said hundreds and hundreds. People exaggerate. But you know what? All it takes is enough to get everybody cleared out or killed, which is a cry and shame and a tragedy. And we all want to do something about it, but I don't know. I don't have time. I can tell you the whole story about why. But if you're going to go, that's where you're headed. Let me tell you something. People have not come back. They've used this glyph. They've used this sigil. They've bamfed over there, teleported over there, and we never see them again. Just letting you know. Mercenaries, heroes, folks just like you. It's up to you whether you want to do this or not. I can't stop you. What I can tell you is... As he he talks. All right. You step into this thing with those cords tied around your your waist. All right? You say rockfish. It it can be one of you. It can be all of you at the same time. You say rockfish. And you're going to be there. Like the snap of the fingers. Okay? So that's how fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that everyone's cord is tied with a special um, um, uh, seaman's knot that um, someone who's never been on a ship shouldn't be able to untie. Oh, nice. Excellent. Just a precaution, you know? You're going to do a combination. (laughs) You're going to do a combination trucker's hitch and uh, inline bowling. You betcha. Perfect. So everybody snugly got their uh, enchanted cords uh, wrapped around them. Um, yeah, what you're going to do, you're going to appear in the, in the middle. You're going to appear in the middle of Feet Salvation. And you face away from the wall. We know from experience. You face away from the wall. You plop down the middle of Feet Salvation. 200 yards or so, maybe 300 to your right will be the mine entrance surrounding you will be the town and the glyph the other end of this glyph is is right in front of the counting house it's the only strong building they have out there it holds payroll for the miners and some gold and maybe gems that come out of the mine once in a while but that's where you end up you want to come back the other the return sigil the return glyph is inside the counting house. If the counting house is still standing, who knows? We don't know. We sent people out, nobody's come back. It's been two weeks. 
any questions. Is there a map of the area or of the mines? There probably is. I haven't got one. Mm. That's a pretty good idea. I should make myself a pile of those suckers if this goes on much longer. I could at least mm. make some money off of people before they run off to get themselves killed. Can you give us something, even a a rough sketch? And uh, I'm gonna like, you know, crouch down, uh, open up my my pack, start rummaging around for you know writing supplies. Well, I can't. I've never I've never been in the mines. Maybe somebody, uh, maybe somody, uh, hanging around. Hang on. And the best we can do is to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me see if I can find somebody. And he takes a couple of steps away. Oh, oh this. There we go. And you hear some shouting. You hear some exchange, uh, exchanged words, uh... Him shouting at a couple of guards, a couple of them answering him. And he comes out with uh, another another fellow in guard's uniform that used to be a miner there. This year's, uh, this year's Tonto. Tonto Crupper. <laughs> he's one of our better, uh, one of our better wall guards, but he started out working in the mine years ago. Yeah, well, uh, what can I do for you? What are you looking to know? We need information about the mines <laughs> and about Sorry. feet salvation. Oh, feet, sal- feet salvation. Yeah, they got a barracks there. I used to sleep in the barracks. It's a real shithole of a town, to tell you the truth. There's not much going on there. There's no entertainment. It's uh, pretty boring, really. It's just a bunch of miners that are too tired to do anything when they get out there anyway. Nobody wants to walk the 20 miles or ride the 20 miles or do whatever so they sleep in sleep curse. Of course, they don't anymore because of all the goblins they keep talking about being out there. Mm-hmm. And I'll offer him some, uh, like, writing supplies here. Can you give us a basic sketch of the area? Uh, anything you have about the mines, the layout of the tunnels, anything? Oh, I said it was years ago, but I can give you at least the first couple of, the first couple of areas that you're going to see if you manage to get close enough. Hope you don't get killed. Yeah, let me go ahead and do that for you. Draws out, uh, draws out the entrance to the mine. Nice. Uh, the main support, uh, the main support areas that buttress up the main track that uh, brings the spoil out, and the different chutes that uh, some of the some of the specific orders are supposed to go down to go into the different carts. Uh, sketches further in larger chambers, and he gives you at least a, a reasonable rough thumbnail sketch, back of the napkin type sketch of. Uh, the, the general shape as he remembers it uh, as far as Perfect. it was developed when he was working there. Yeah, you're going to see uh, when you when once you once you get out to feet salvation you uh you know did I did I call it seat curse? Wow. I hope I didn't call it seat curse. Whatever. Feet salvation you um you, you you're going to you, you're going to see some uh you're going to see some uh some paved parts that come away from the the mine so that uh, so that the carts don't get stuck when it rains and stuff like that, because they can get pretty heavy, you know. And they want to get the stuff out of the mine. They don't care what happens in, uh, once it gets to Pete's Salvation in the in the town area. They just want it out of the mine, and it's somebody else's problem to come and get the stuff. 
But there's carts and tracks and, you know, little, uh, little railway thingies that they set up to get the stuff out of there. That's the way I remember it. Yeah, it was a shitty place to work, but get paid okay. So I'll, uh, thank him. Take the, uh, take the sketch. Okay. Anything else we need? I think it's time for us to go. Yeah. Did you want to find some of those thunderstones you were talking about earlier? Hmm. It seems like an excellent way to collapse a mine. Might be, right. yes. I would settle for some kerosene. Colla- hey, excuse me. Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I hearing here? Collapse? Did you say collapse? Well, and nobody's no, no, going to pay you a silver. <laughs> they wouldn't pay you a copper. If uh, they come back and find out the place is all caved in or anything. Oh, they wouldn't be happy with that at all. We'll try not to do that. Oh, God's toasting humor. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. just getting more (laughs) hushed conspiratorial tone. I do believe that fire would be a good thing to have on our side, though. I mean... If there is are huge numbers of these goblins, uh, oh, we need something that can get rid of them more than one at a time, eh? I propose this as a scouting mission, but if you wish to be prepared for an assault, I give a uh, a firm nod. <laughs> I am trying very hard to find an image here. I don't think we have the luxury of assuming we get to pick whether it's going to be a scouting mission or an assault. It depends on what we find or whom. Yes, especially since the quick way back will be found within the uh, corner house there. Ah, 20 miles overland. Why would we pass through a known choke point? Well, the goblins came from somewhere. True enough. So, are we going forward with the goal of reconnaissance, scouting the area, or are we going back to get additional supplies for an assault? I, I think it's in our best interest to get up supplies for an assault in case better in to case need and not better to have and not need them. Than nods and starts marching back to the city. <laughs> What, what else do we need? Well, I'm thinking we need something, like I was saying, some sort of kerosene or something we could light uh, to make a big whoosh. Water oil, that kind of thing. Yes. That might be about it. Um, because we cannot take on hundreds of goblins all by ourselves. I don't care how good we are. Assuming it's hundreds. but Right. Well, we could try smoking them out. But again, I would rather... Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, is all I'm saying. Someone very wise... (laughs) A wise friend of mine named Sam told me that once, and I've always stuck by it. I'm stopping someone on the street. Where can can we buy supplies to make a very large fire? Hmm. I kind of left them behind if they're talking back there. I think because he like said we're going to go do the a, thing, so Rogar marched off to go do the thing. A few feet behind you, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, Anna, I'm stopping somebody on the street and asking, 
mm. where we can buy supplies to build a very large fire. You're not muted, are you? Of course I'm muted. I was just... <laughs> 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 accommodation being a flustered young a flustered young woman <laughs> staring up at a at a dragonborn dressed to kill. Uh <laughs> Fly fires, generals. Oh yes, sir. Uh, you you want um, you'll want Hootie Who's Emporium. Hootie Who's Emporium is on Squirrel Blood Square. It's in South Deepcurse. They have the most. They have the most things. My. Thank you. You're welcome. Jeez. And I'll I'll turn back away. to my friends. We are going to Hootie Who's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, but I don't think we can buy supplies there. <laughs> I, I wheel on this young woman. <laughs> Did you lie to me? I didn't say I, no such thing. It's a general store. It's Hootie Who's Emporium, Squirrel Blood Square. Let's look for. It's a general oh. store on Squirrel Blood Square. Oh, okay, I thought it was in the red light district. Okay. One of my friends works there. I'm sure she does. Uh, they, they sell matches, they sell oil, they sell barrels, they sell rope, they sell... They sell all manner of things. Perfect. They don't to sell weapons. They don't sell weapons and they don't sell armor, though. In case you come <laughs> back and find me and, and think that I was lying about that. Just to let you know. What, in what I, think I don't know if you're doing it on purpose, but you're doing a dead-on impersonation of Aunt B from Andy Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Mm, wow. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Must be ingrained. If I ever watched it, it was when it was actually airing, because after that, I had no interest in it. <laughs> wow. So that'd be a while ago. Uh, so the. You ask, you ask for my, you'll, you'll find my friend, my friend is, is working there today. She did, she wanted off, but she didn't get off. So you go ahead. You go to Hootie Hoos and, and, and buy what you want. Once again, Rogar marches off. <coughs> Gonna shrug and follow. Gonna shrug yep. and then follow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's Hope go. Hopefully just this unanimous shrug and trudges out. <laughs> close to Rogar. <laughs> Oh man, I, I I gotta open up another thing so that I can find my. Uh... Oh no, never mind. I'll look for it when I need it. <laughs> uh, all right, you uh, asking around? Just a just a few people uh, are necessary. It's it's the main stores on the main squares. Who did we lose? Uh oh, what happened? Oh dear. Okay. okay. So far, so good. I hear no echo. No echo? No echo here. No echo here. Oh, that's so much better. All there right. we go. Well, let's risk echo. 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 <laughs> have to wait for... Please, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, risking the music, too. Is that disrupting anything? Let's find that's out. Good. 
It's fine for now. I think it was. It, okay. I think it, it had something to do with whatever glitch you ran into. Yeah. Right before all that started there, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a major. That was a major train wreck of an audio thing that just crashed Skype entirely. <laughs> okay, we're still recording. Uh, I am. Okay. Good. Good deal. Thank you. Well, that worked. Uh, which left us where? It left us at uh, Hootie Hoos. Hootie Hoos. There it is. Okay. Yes, Hootie Hoos Emporium. Uh, is opposite side of the square from Crimp's Offensive Metal. On in Squirrel. Wait, did, we, uh, did we lose someone? No, that was a call uh, fail no, on Nikki. I think that was that was uh, like Nikki finally dropping out. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Okay, carry on. No Bye. worries. Uh, you see a very large uh, storefront. Um, folks leaving with bottles in their hands and big, big bags of stuff, and just chuckling to themselves and taking huge swigs and screaming, "God's happy, God's toasting," and uh, and the way is clear. It's it's open. They're open for business. If if we keep this going, we could have we could take God's toasting day and make it last until next Christmas. Easily. It's <laughs> not though. <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to make it last this long. Is my point? Mm. I mean, we could theoretically just say that we 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 go in, buy oil, the bottles, yeah. whatever we we need there, and then let's, just let's, yeah. Do we need to just let's, make that? Yeah. Let's just yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the gong and cut to the next. Uh, just to yeah, just to uh, <laughs> just to um, <laughs> speed things along. You may also be interested in something called Alchemist's Fire. Oh but, yes, but I'll I'll leave that uh, I'll leave that up to you to research between uh, this game and the next game if you if you find yourself interested no, in something dangerous. How much does dangerous. it cost? Exactly. Yeah. How much does it cost? I'd, I'd have to uh, open up. Um, no, you wouldn't. Here's a game master. Wing it, sir. This wing is- it. <laughs> This is what we do. No one is looking crap up in rule books. A good game master, a good dungeon master can. Let's call it ten gold a bottle. Fifty gold. Oh, is it fifty gold? All right. Yeah, fifty gold. Yeah. Yeah. One pound flask. Was going to. Damn, I was. I was. uh, Right now. I hope. I hope you know. I'm just giving you crap. (laughs) That's fine. No, that's actually. It's again, again. It's funny because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Commits. Alchemists? Yeah, Alchemist. Alchemist Fire. Wow, it doesn't even list it in the SRD. That's too bad. Of course, I could have my books nearby, but... but And 50 gold is fine. Yeah. 50 gold is fine. I don't know how much money I have. I just want to get to the mine! Oh, there it is, Alchemist Fire Flask. Hey, was your idea to go out and go grab some other stuff? I did. You will know thank if Mr. we K run is absolutely Oh, I absolutely will. That's what I'm going to Don't don't be complaining, just get it done. <laughs> okay, well, I I I know. I'm I'm in favor of cutting to the next scene. Let's do it. Okay. okay. You're back. You You're back at the East Gate. You're standing right outside the uh, glyph uh the the Goliath Nanap is looking at you with a with a kind of a sad look on his face, shaking his head, going, oh, "I hope you guys are successful. I really wouldn't like to see uh, a fine group like you 
just stepping off into your own death. By the way, what do you guys call yourselves? Everybody's got a name for that little group. Do you, do, you, do you come up with something besides, you know, for people to refer to you as except you folks? They're called the Bone Stealers. I am currently voting for the Friends of Rogar. I like that. Don't call us heroes. We're legends. <laughs> Would that mean we do not exist? Okay, so it's still up in the air. Still to be announced. <laughs> Under discussion. Fine. Whatever. Uh, you guys remember what the keyword is to get from, from here to there and from there to here? Remember, you gotta be wearing them cords. The keyword is fish rock! I uh, try again. Bilgefish. And you end so up there standing on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Only your insides make it. <laughs> you remember, the return Wait, sigil is inside the counting house. We ended up in dimension where everything is reflected back at us. God bless you both. I, I, I hated that part of the game. <laughs> Excuse <sighs> me, Zork Flash Ball, oh, Jesus. Oh boy. Rockfish. Rockfish. Oh, I was. <laughs> damn it! I was close. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. No, I thought that was what it was. No. <laughs> I thought you were just daring the GM to turn you inside out and make you explode or something. <laughs> this is not Galaxy Quest, sir. <laughs> Everything is Galaxy Quest. You, you take that back. All right. Rockfish. Okay, I just heard a beep. Was that in-game or was that something? <laughs> Shh, they're looking for us with sonar. <laughs> hey, mm. in the mind of Adam, you never know. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. And usually it does. That's right. That's um, creepy. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I want to be here. I I think maybe I was. Maybe we should go back and find some more. <laughs> I just described everything that happened for you to Banff while muted. Again. <laughs> <laughs> happens to all of us. That's okay because we got you got some nice reaction uh, dialogue from for the because the music did not mute. How are you doing that anyway? I'm. Anyway, no, that's time for conversation for a different time. Okay. I, I, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> the honest answer is, I don't know how I'm doing this. If it works at all, I'll be overjoyed. <laughs> the feeling you get as you all gather together on this sigil, on this strange glyph, um, carved into stone, ten years old, put there by the owners of the mine because blah de blah Right. You get the feeling that you just experienced a sneezing fit that lasted half an hour instantaneously, and you feel an atmospheric hammer blow that doesn't impact you, but rather the ground underneath you as if it had been slammed out from under your feet. And just as suddenly, uh, the crisp, snowy air of feet salvation uh, enters your lungs. And you find yourself in a deserted mining town in front of the counting house that they spoke of, which apparently still seems to be standing. And no individual is around, 
except you hear the strange sound of scratching, skittering, and then three very loud squawking shrieks. A kind of a... Coming from your one o'clock, your three o'clock, and your... I don't know, five o'clock. From three separate directions around you. Okay, and based on the music, I'm assuming it's time to roll initiative. It is definitely time to roll initiative. All right. Good. D20 plus three. Fourteen. Fourteen, that includes the three, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Argante. Crap. I got a roll for Argante. Nikki, what did you get? Uh, She can't (laughs) answer me. Oh, good for her. Natural 20. Sorry, Captain, I'll try again. Sorry, Captain, I'll try again. Where is, uh, where is my, there it is. 20, all right, so she's at 22. Um, Krothu. 7 plus 1 is 8. 8. In all the simulations that I ran of this, and by that I mean 3, Krothu always rolled very, very low for initiative. It was bizarre. Uh, Cuddy. Let's see, 17 plus 4 is 21. 21. And Rogar. 12. With my mighty 4 makes that a total of 16. 16. Okay, I'm going to go from uh, from the top down again and ask Bonesteel to roll me a d20, please. Okay. Uh, That would be an... Oh, what the hell is that number? I believe it's. I believe it's. A, I believe it's eight. We're gonna go with eight. Eight. Okay. Yes. Uh, next down, believe beneath them in alphabetical order. Crow through. Please roll me a d20. Two. 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 Uh, <laughs> wow. This die is fired. <laughs> what if, did low could be good in this roll. I think you guys know what I'm doing. I did it before. Rogar, please roll me a d20. Yeah. 13. 13. Okay. okay. Now let me set these guys up in order, including you. 22 at the top for Argante. 21 uh, next down from Argante. That will be Cuddy. It's, uh, who's, uh, who's highest next? 16. That's Rogar under the 21. 14. That'll be Bone Steel. And then, uh, ooh, uh, just under that 14 will be an adversary, the nature of which you don't know yet, underneath uh, the 14. Underneath the 14 will be a 9, and that's the other adversary. Then 8, that'll be Crowthu. Then 3, that'll be the last adversary. Everybody, please. Wait, wait, not fired. Hmm? Did you include? I didn't hear my name in that list. I'm just making sure I was included in the initiative. Bone Steel is uh, is uh, 14, just under Rogar. Okay. <clears throat> um. Everybody in this guy is, is is unfired. This he's unfired. <laughs> Let's see what this. Is. Oh man, I like this. I'm not sure. Maybe I shouldn't roll for everybody. Glad or on, worried. Everybody roll a nature. Or a history check, depending on which which uh, um, 
plusy or modifier is higher in your regard. Ooh. Somebody please need a twelve. So, and I rolled eleven. I got a plus. Yeah, Rogar's nature is high, if I recall correctly, or should be. But everybody, uh, whatever, whatever, our nature or a history, and somebody beat a twelve, please. I don't have either. What do I roll? Intelligence? In, in intelligence? Uh, for for let me, yes. let me look at the sheet here. Okay. For history to be. Uh, it's intelligence for both. It's intelligence for nature and history. Okay. Yep. Int. Okay. Okay. I rolled a fourteen plus one, so I have a fifteen. Did we lose Rogar? I have an 18. It's his time. Yeah, he's. I'm seeing the, the, the phone bubbles on him there. Oh, bummer. He'll be back. It's, it's the, it happens about this time every... Oh, that's session. right. Wow, that's strange. Yep. It's always within 15 minutes of now. Sometimes <laughs> yep. <it's... laughs> we have Rogar back, though, yes? Yes. Okay, I see. I... I got 18 uh, total. 18, okay. That's master extraordinaire. All right. Bo- okay, Bone yeah, 18 total, I have 15 total. Both, uh, both. Yeah, it's just an 11 for me total, uh, including my proficiency bonus. Okay. And uh, I'm sorry, Mr. K, you said what? 11. Mm-hmm. All right. Bone Steel and Argante both recognize what these creatures are. They are no more than 30 feet away from you. What, uh, what what you're looking at and uh, things that made the three things that made those terrible screeches are uh, what look like a kind of a monstrous distortion of a giant chicken with bat wings. It's oh, got nice. a razor sharp beak. It's got uh, very cl- uh, sharp clawed talons on its feet. It comes up to about chest level. On the okay, who human. mentioned raptors earlier? Put the idea in the game master's head. <laughs> I will kill you. The, okay. they're, they're, they look like spiky versions of a uh, of, of mon- monstrous mutated chicken, which kind of fits because they're categorized as a monstrosity, that look like they bathe in their own filth. Um, they are the capable of flight. Giant, giant chickens! They look, yeah, giant chickens. Do you are informed by Bone Steel and Argante that these are cockatrices? Oh hell! Yeah, yeah. And That's not good. <clears throat> no, it's not good because Lord help you, don't let them, don't let them bite. The don't potential here is the potential here is devastating, but mm. the, that's the bad news. The good news is there's only three of them. And you guys roll so very far. good on your initiative. Okay, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Argante's going to go ahead and one. Let's see. There's five of you. There's three of them. That means one of you guys at least is going to end up shit out of luck so far as uh, uh, advantage goes and pack tactics. Um, but it can't be helped. It's the way the it's the way the dice rolled. Okay, here we go. She rolls an eleven for her attack. On uh, the first cockatrice, which easily hits. And, uh, using a sword? She is using her rapier, hell yes. Okay, just checking. Her, her rapier. Just 
to see if they weren't in missile range. <laughs> they are. In, they actually they are in missile range. If you want to go ahead with darts, um, yeah, or daggers. Let's see. Uh, one through. She rolled max damage and eight. Very good. Where's my tracker? There we go. Try again. Eight. And does ten points of damage on Ooh. cockatrice. We're going to name these uh, to differentiate them. So she does 10 points of damage on the first cockatrice, which is named Lynch. Oh, Lynch. Oh, Lynch, you just took a, you just took a rapier attack from, from Argante. So Lynch is on Argante, and Argante is, is up in Lynch's face. Next up is, where are we? Cuddy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess I'm going to attempt to throw a dart at one that is not in melee range yet. Yes? Well, yep. Um, so far as where you are, unless you run up to engage one, um, all three are not in melee range. If you throw okay. a dart well, at Lynch, you will have, you will get to roll with advantage. If you roll, uh, throw a dart at Pierce or Merrill, the other two, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't you will have not a, have Okay, I, I, I don't have a problem throwing at the one that Argante is at, but I was afraid of possibly hitting the, uh, the wrong target. So, well, in our, in our theater of the mind, we ain't got minis because we don't need them. Uh, okay. I'm not going to worry about that. So you go ahead and... All right. Two yes, I'll throw, the, I'll throw a dart at the one Argante's fighting. Alrighty. I have, so it's a plus one advantage? Uh, not a plus one advantage, but rather you roll two d20s and take oh, your higher okay. number. The better one. Okay, mm -hmm. good, because I rolled a nine and a 17. Ha. Okay, 17 easily so, hits. Seven, right. Well, <clears> I mean, the 17 makes it a 23. The 23 easily hits. <laughs> yeah. Roll a exactly. d4 for me, please. Okay, so one die four plus four is a is five points of damage. Um. All right. You you um. Let, let me give you my point of view here and let you know how I'm trying to track this. When okay. you roll a d4. If you mm -hmm. just tell me what that number is, oh. I have a spreadsheet open in front of me that will automatically calculate what your actual damage is. So if you tell oh. me five points, so, if I put in so five, I, okay, I, it's going to tell me you did nine the... points of damage. Yeah, I rolled so a one. You rolled a one. Okay, so okay. it's just easier for you if we, if we give far you just easier for the me numbers that we've exactly got. Exactly what you said. Oh, and okay. I'm so used to it being the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> 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 So Lynch shrieks. We may have been inflating our results all this time. <laughs> if you want it, sure. Uh, Lynch, Lynch, the cockatrice, um, takes a dart to the neck and shrieks and starts flapping its wings out and uh, making all kinds of stinky, shrieky noises as a kind of a sickly green foam starts spilling out of its beak. <gasps> dying, absolutely dying to uh, bite somebody. Next up is uh, Rogar. Oh, I should ask. I've got your armor class right now at 17. Are you making use of your buckler and spear or just uh, spear by itself? 
At the moment, I'd actually like to make use of my bow here. Okay, so I'm going to drop your armor class down to 15. Roger that. And so be that. So be it. All right. And that would be your longbow? Longbow. Excellent. I'll side in on Lynch also. Take a moment. Release a breath. And uh, fire. Okay, you're on Lynch too. Good. Okay, so, so be it. Okay, that's an 18 on my die there. Okay, 18. That makes your hit... Uh, your <laughs> 24 definitely hits. And uh, that'll be... Uh, nice. Actually, 20, 24, 25, 26, really. Um, and then it's a D8. Yeah, 5. 5 for a da- total damage of 9. Wow. Okay. A hit. Palpable hit. A very palpable hit. Lynch is not uh, looking terribly good. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely um, not a happy cockatrice. Uh, terrific. Next up is Bone Steel. Okay. Uh, given our current positioning, I would say my best way to go is with the bow, the short bow. Mm-hmm. Since I can't think of a way to employ my sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, rolling my... Now you want... Does this only give me the die roll thing apply to just damage or to hitting as well? Uh, just to, um, for when you do a roll, I've got your attack bonus at plus five, so if you just give me the okay. number on the die, right. it'll automatically... So any any die roll, okay, that's what I yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, hell. Oh, well, that counts. <laughs> it landed on the keyboard and stopped itself from rolling any further. Uh, 14. No, yeah, 14. 14. Okay, 14 uh, makes it a 19 roll. And just tell me who it was you were going for. Uh, so far, untouched and unattacked are Pierce and Merrill. Lynch has gotten Let's go for Merrill. Merrill seems like a cheeky little bastard. Okay. Oh, yeah, Merrill's kind of a prick. Like, yep. Always has like been. Like, he thinks he's funny, but... Uh, he's really not, and, you yeah. know, I'm yeah. sick of seeing him try to be funny at parties and <laughs> makes all the gorgeous women run away. <laughs> I'm starting on Merrill. So, so we want a, we want a 1d6 for, yep, your, for right. your boat. And, of course, these dice ace, right? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. They explode. They explode. Oh, but I rolled a six! No, I'm not kidding! Not bad. Okay, six for a total of nine damage on Merrill. Where's Merrill? I just had his... Oh, there he is. uh, For nine damage on Merrill. All right. That would would put it down to... um, Right, okay. That was originally a joke, and now I kind of wish they did. <laughs> uh, I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, next up is uh, next up is Lynch, and Lynch, uh, I'm afraid, is going to have to attack the last person that did him damage and come shrieking, clawing, and <laughs> with the foaming beak at Rogar. And uh, oh, let's see. Try rolling something, huh? Here we go. And and uh, Lynch rolls an eight, which I 
don't believe it's going to do any damage or even get through the armor of Rogar because yeah. his armor is 15. Uh, after Lynch, Pierce, who hasn't been attacked by anybody, is going to go ahead and... Oh, he's going to go after Krofu. Um, let me just put that down here. Okay, and what happens when... Okay, who did I say that was? Pierce, yes. What happens when Pierce tries to attack Krofu? with the uh, flapping wings and darting beak. Rolls a 14. Uh-oh. Just oh, hit damn. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. the the, uh, the Pierce, uh, all three of these have a plus three to attack, so that was actually a 17. Mm. Yeah. Uh, damn. All right. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> How do four points work? <laughs> Good point. Hero points work very, very similarly to Bardic Inspiration. There are 1d6, which you can apply to uh, to an attack, uh, a saving throw, or um, a skill check. The good news is he only did uh, two points of damage to Krothu. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go ahead and take that to where it needs to be. The bad news is Krothu now needs to make... Uh, where is it? On a failed save. Failed save against what? What are you rolling? You need to make a, uh, um, I believe it's a constitution saving throw. Okay. You say the hero points add? The uh, hero points can be added to any saving throw you make. On a one for one basis? Is that right? Um, you you can use one you can use one per turn. Okay. And I have to do the I have to choose to do so be before I roll. Uh, you can do it. Uh, you can make the roll first and then add to it. You don't have to decide oh. before you roll. Okay. And you add a uh, d6, right? It's a one d6. Yeah. Yep. Uh, at this point, if you I roll a ten. Have. Rolled a ten, and uh, is that does that include your uh, your no, it modifier? Doesn't. It does not. With the plus one, with my Constitution bonus, that's eleven. That meets it. You pa you saved. Awesome. You uh, you caught uh, you caught a piece of beak <clears throat> because this sucker is just wildly crazy and attacks anything that it thinks is dangerous, and uh, it, it's, it's well. Guess it's, what? Guess what? <laughs> it's gonna wish it hadn't. Uh, and uh, uh, for a moment, you thought you might have been pierced by its evil, evil poison, <clears throat> but uh, you managed to shirk it off. And you can now, if you choose to, uh, let Pierce know what you thought of its attack, unless you'd like to attack another one of them. I think I will let Pierce know what I would, what I think of its attack with my short sword. So it's Crowthu at least on to begin Pierce. with. Absolutely sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember you're rolling... Oh, wait a minute. No, you're not. You're the only one on Pierce right now. Yeah. So you don't get advantage. You're old. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. The dice do not like you. I'm, I'm afraid even with your, your six... Uh, with your, your attack bonus of six, a seven still does not get 
pierce. It manages to duck quickly out of the way and back up, now, scratching at the dirt, glaring at you. I don't have to. I I, I don't. I don't have to have succeeded in that attack to use my uh, to, to to spend key to use uh, flurry of blows, right? You could either spend a key point to use flurry of blows, or just do your bonus on arm strike because you did use an attack action. It's your choice. I'm going mm-hmm. to spin the key to do Flurry of, of Blows, so I get the two mm-hmm. attacks, which may help make up for some of this. You absolutely mm-hmm. do. Attack number one will be rolled with a different die. Gamers are a cowardly and superstitious. <laughs> All right, that's a six that I rolled. That's a six. Wait a minute. I'm not a five, man. I'm a six. Type with the finger. That is a 12. That hits. Awesome. So please roll a d6 for that particular strike. So it's a d4. I'm sorry, d4. That's right. Fists. Or, uh, I, it says fists. When the fist fist master says feet. you can roll a d6 for damage, <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're quite correct. Yes, it is a d4. I, you're right. I rolled a three. A three. Okay. So it takes seven damage on that first, on that first strike. Second one. Hey kid, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I rolled a nine. It's a nine, okay. Fifteen definitely hits. And that flew off the table. Four. Max damage. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Eight points of damage to Pierce just to show him. That uh, you're not screwing around and you don't like being beat. So, yeah, this is like this, uh, this missed stab, then a like double kick back and forth across its face. Excellent. <laughs> Bone. Uh, let's see. The the one that uh, Bone Steel attacked. That would be Merrill. Merrill didn't like that. Merrill's going to go after Bone Steel, and uh, and be able to do that. As soon as Adam has coordination enough to switch tabs, here we go. Of course, there's no way to dump and cover. I guess that's what armor class is reflecting. Partially. Absolutely, uh, your armor class Hunting, is yeah. higher. Okay, okay so uh, yes, Merrill rolled a twelve, has a plus three to hit. That's a fifteen, and Bone Steel's armor is fifteen. I'm afraid. Oh crap! Another hit. Another hit. Another Ties hit. Go to the- Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Ties go to the uh, to the enemy. That's not supposed to be. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, ties ties. It's not actually a tie. It meets your armor class. I'm afraid that fits. Uh, okay. It does do uh, two I'll points. Do my constitution saving throw. <laughs> what sucks is I have no idea what failure is going to mean if I do fail because I was in the other room. Well, let's find there. out. Are you, I'm afraid, yeah, you're, you're gonna... Not today we won't, because it's a 19 that I rolled! 19, all you needed to beat, all you needed to beat was an 11. There we go. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Oh, in that case, in that case, let me roll again, and I'll use this 19 as my next attack roll. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) frothing beak, uh, poison did not, did not, uh, make its way into your bloodstream. You are safe for the time being, and Meryl failed. Uh, to do anything to you except bring your uh, uh, hit points from 15 down to 13. Okay. Okay, let's uh, let me go ahead and get us back into the order. Top of the order, now it goes back to Argante. Let me switch tabs mm-hmm. and go ahead and roll 
for her attack again on Lynch. It's not my business, but so far three people are on Lynch, and, uh, well, it'll be up to you guys what happens. Seventeen is just the die roll, so that's a good thing. Let me try again, just in case it turns out to be a natural twenty. Holy fuck! It did? I it love random.org. Oh. <laughs> I've decided that I love random.org and I'm also very, very happy for that first recommendation that Rogar made that uh, when you've got advantage, roll two even if you hit the first time. Because. Mm-hmm. So what that means is she gets to double up her dice on her uh, D8 uh, damage. All right. So let's Excellent. see here. Let's see here. 1D8. She's swinging the sword towards this bobbing, weaving, frothing, shrieking monstrosity of a giant chicken that's going to try and bite her and gets a 7 on the first one and an 8 on the second one love it, 15 let's put in the 15 not 150 that's very very exaggerating and does 17 points of damage on Lynch Lynch is down yes Lynch the cockatrice will no longer be threatening anybody uh, with with anything. So much for Lynch. Next up is Cuddy. Yes. So who else was threatening have, one of my friends? You have a, a combination. You have either Pierce or Merrill to go after. Okay. Um, might as well have the monks team up on one. There you go. This time, then, Drawn. if you're going to go after the yep. one that's on Crowthu, go- you get to roll yeah. with advantage. Draw my short sword mm-hmm. and go on after him. So this is an advantage roll. It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Because the first. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, my high roll was a four. Oh bummer! Oh wow! We've all yeah. been there. That is so, one yeah, shy of what 10. you needed. That is one I shot. I imagine a ten will hit. Yeah. No, so I'm going to attempt a kick also. So be it. Absolutely. You want to do a single bonus uh, unarmed strike or, or spend a key point? It's up to you. I, I'll spend a key point. That sounds good. Okay. Do I get advantage for these also? Uh, yes, you do actually. Okay. So you need the to send first you some extra dice. Yeah. First one's a nine. Before my bonus, so that's a fifteen. Lost Cuddy for a second here. Wait a second. Yeah. Nine. Absolutely. Fifteen absolutely hits. Good. The second one. Okay. Oh, it's a 20. Nice. Natural 20. Fantastic. Okay. Roll 1d4, please, for the first strike. Okay. Um, Oh, that's right. These are unarmed. Okay. I rolled a three. Take three. So the first piece of damage is seven points on Pierce. Okay, that takes it to that. And then uh, roll two d4, please, for the second strike, because you got a natural 20. Oh, okay. We're not doing the confirmation anymore. Good. (laughs) (laughs) That is a total of five. Uh, 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 total of five, or what did it? Oh, you rolled a d4. Of course, it's total. Of five. I rolled two d4. Yeah. You two, oh, you rolled two d4. I'm sorry. Okay, that yeah. makes the max the damage. It took another nine, correct? That should be. Um, 
I believe so, yeah. Five and four, and your yes. damage bonus is nine. So, Correct. you have just, uh, you've reached Angered out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've reached out and you've snapped the neck of Pierce, uh, making it no longer a danger to anyone. Wow, my simulations didn't go anything like this, <laughs> to be totally honest. I, Folks, I seem to recall that this happened to me last time we were in combat, too. Uh, nice. That you, yeah, yeah. Com- you took out the boss in, in very short order. So Pierce nice. is down. Uh, and then there was one. And then there was one. Crowthu, uh, your choices for, uh, for, uh, for, for enemy are the... Meryl, uh, Meryl, and Meryl? Yeah. And, uh, and his other brother, Meryl? And his other brother. Thank you. <laughs> Someone had to do it. I appreciate it. And because Meryl was on Bone Steel and Bone Steel was up in Meryl's face doing damage, uh, you get the roll of advantage, too. I had that one. Here, watch this. I go after Meryl. Is this ad- advantage? Yeah, absolutely, yes. You're so packed. I rolled the, the uh, two 20s and picked the higher one, right? Exactly what you said. The highest roll is a 15. Okay, 15. Wait a minute, where am I here? Enter it. There we go. Uh, 18 absolutely hits. Alright, that's a short sword. D6 plus... Well... 6. Ooh, max damage on that one. Uh, 6. Okay, so that's 10 points. 10 points with the sword on uh, on Meryl. And since I'm pretty sure we'll have time for a short rest after this, I'll go ahead and spend another key. Sure. My, my other key and mm-hmm. first attack. And this is ed, these are all ed, advantage, right? Yeah, you're in pack tactics. If they can do it to you, nice. you can do it to them. Eleven. Ah, damn. Eleven mm-hmm. is its armored class. That's going to hit. Okay. Damage on that one. Three. If you roll a three, its damage is seven. Yep. And second attack. Oh, just a six on that one. Six plus your attack bonus of six makes it a twelve, which means it hit. Four. Four. Excellent. Holy okay. crap! I, okay, this is my this is my D four. You rolled low on initiative, and you absolutely uh, are, are kicking ass. In uh, true D and D monk style, barehanded, mm-hmm. you're doing you're doing. At any rate, uh, Meryl is gone. Uh, is dead. What? Wh- how did? How did that happen? Describe that for us. Yeah, basically. Oh, let's see here. Imagine getting a good stick in in the in the side with the with the with the sword, and then about that right. Length there, uh, managed to put a knee underneath its 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 chin and came back down with a stomp on top of its head. Holy crap! Mm. <laughs> and Which is- I, I I then used to like brace to pull the the, the uh, sword back out, do a quick flick of the wrist to let the blood spatter off of it, and then put it put the sword away. Yeah, Damn. See? those things are dead. Those things are dangerous. <laughs> That elicits a, oh, from Rogar. They are extremely dangerous. 
Um, not because of the silly uh, 1d4 damage that they do with their beaks, but because, well, uh, if you fail your saving yeah. throw, uh, once being attacked by them, you you end up getting turned to stone. Yeah. Which would have been a gruesome joke and grossly inconvenient for everyone. Are are there by any chance any statues standing around? <laughs> uh, now that you have time to look, <laughs> uh, rather than being immediately set upon by these three wildly panicky, dis- dis- disgusting uh, monstrosities, first mm. get go as soon as you arrive. Uh, now that you have time to look, yeah, you do. You not only well, actually, what you see are pieces mm. of stone. You don't yeah. see any whole statues. Uh, but you do see pieces of stone and sadly also chunks of flesh that don't mm. appear so much as if they've been ripped apart, but are in very weirdly neat, broken apart sections of torso and leg and head and mm. arm and as if they once upon a time were stone, got smashed to pieces, and then reformed back into the flesh that they originally were. Ah, that's an interesting larder system. <laughs> is this how they feed? Yes, indeed it uh, is. Yeah, Bone Steel and Argante. Bone Steel, you rolled. I forgot what. Well, between the two of you, you you do recall that uh, that um, the cockatrice will will uh, only feed on things that it can swallow whole. Like uh, rodents and bugs and uh, anything that it can get down its gullet, but uh, its defense mechanism is uh, is the disgusting poison that it uh, gets under your skin when it bites that turns you to stone. Uh, and the two of you also know that it lasts twenty four hours. Ah, okay, it's not a permanent stone thing. Good. What are the local funerary rites? We should deal with these before we bring anybody else back here. Rogar nods. I'll stay at watch. Well, I didn't say right now. We should make sure that it's clear first. But before we bring anybody else out, we should deal with this. It's up to you guys. We should check. Let's not go entirely check sure around what the plan and is. see if we're if, we, if we're clear. Is everybody else there? Yes. This wasn't so bad. No goblin hordes or anything. This was fairly easy. The ground starts to shudder a little bit beneath your feet. You had to say something. <sighs> you smell that strange ozone in the air and feel some very odd vibrations, but not nearby you. It seems to be off in the distance somewhere, and it's very difficult to tell from where it's coming, but that strange sensation that you got just prior to the appearance of the giant hay creature yeah, seems to be impressing it upon you, and then it kind of fades a little bit, goes away. Rogue magic. Hmm. Distant vibration I the distance vibrations in the ground up persist uh, sporadically. This is no magic I have anything to do with. Oh, you mean oh? I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, Rogar just kind of staring flatly and then belatedly gets it. 
<laughs> like slow, slow grin spreading as you can see the flickering light bulb turn on. <laughs> Very well, then let us clear the area. Okay. So, uh, Let's, uh yeah. find, finding some shelter so where we can observe what happens. Uh, currently. Oh, I thought you wanted to, uh, to sweep and clear. Yeah. Oh, it depends on what happens. Well, <laughs> we should, well, at least a, a couple of us should sweep and clear. The rogue should try to get into the counting house that may end up being okay. our, our shelter. And, uh, I guess whoever doesn't do the, the, uh, the sweep and, and clean should cover him. I will check the structures. Who's with me? I'll um, go. Okay. Um, I guess I'll keep watch then. Excellent. And if you gentlemen will excuse me for just a moment, I'll be right back. Okie dokie. Seriously, I ran this to that, that last combat thing three different times. And um, I think there were three points at which they... They made contact, and uh, everybody eventually made all the saves, and nobody turned to stone. Oh, good. But it lasted way, yeah. way longer. <laughs> I did it. I should not have liked to have followed some diminutive asshole around the ruins and then, like, try get so desperate that I try spreading rat blood on somebody to turn them back. Yeah. Ew. After how de- after how much damage that first one absorbed, I was expecting them all to be that tough. Oh no! I I I spec them just the way the book says to, and you guys sure, sure. just did beautifully. You did absolutely beautifully against them, and uh, I mean, just to give you a sense of perspective, and this is metagaming, and I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. That hay yeah, monster that you took down—it's table talk. That hay monster you took down was 100 hit points. Each one of these was 27. Oh, so mm-hmm. you know you're approaching 90. And I see. And uh, and it was split into three, so it it got more attacks on you than the the hay thing did. And in my one attack on Meryl there at the end, I did what twenty five points to it. I'd have to go back and listen, <laughs> but you you were doing pretty that. nice though. Oh, yeah, you were doing nice. you were Bruce Leeing as a half orc. It was really <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really strange. Um, yeah, you uh, totally. Uh, that's why I like monks. You <laughs> fricasseed that chicken. <laughs> somebody was. Did somebody need to be AFK or something? I'm back. Oh, you're back okay. already. Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, the uh, structures that you see around are varying degrees of, uh, it, of uh, wrecked <laughs> or pristine. Uh, it's kind of, as your surroundings, you look at the town, you see that it was, it was built up over a long period of history with all different styles. Most of them are wooden. Uh, a couple of them are stone, but the biggest and most solid structure is the counting house, which still stands. And mm-hmm. the doors were too strong on it for anybody to bother trying to pull them off or rip them off. They were, however, picked open. Uh, and the both of the doors are ajar, but intact and on their hinges, whereas uh, most of the other structures show, show doors kicked in. Or windows smashed in, or and the boxes, and there's fabric, and there's 
bobs and bits all over the street as if uh, uh, some wild raiding party had had a field day emptying out all these different structures to find anything that was of any value. Um, you said you were approaching buildings. Who wants to approach where? I'm going to go to the nearest of the structures, uh, trying to approach somewhat stealthily, kind of a uh, kind of a hunting crouch, walking on the pads of my feet, uh, going up to uh, maybe one of these windows. Okay, the nearest uh, structure that you were that, that uh, the glyph was next to was the counting house, and uh, uh, the window is barred. That would be Nikki's department, then. Barred. Oh, damn. And my work is done here. <sighs> and she takes one of her least, one of her least favorite uh, stringed instruments. <laughs> I have to get these all in. I'm not going to be here next time. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> And, uh, and and swings it at you, and you duck deftly. Um, but uh, uh, Rogar, you don't see uh, you don't see anything inside because it's completely completely dark. There's some ambient light um, coming through the doors that are ajar. But uh, if you if you're pausing and being stealthy and listening, you don't hear anything either. Got it. Let's see who was with me. It was Crowthu, right? Yes. Okay. So I'll uh, look over to Cro- look over to Crowthu. And uh, very quietly, it seems clear, and I'll kind of like indicate the, the the main entrance, or if this has a hole or something like that, you know, one of those over on the side. Okay, yeah, the the main entrance is uh, wide open. If the door is uh, if the door is swung, if the door is open in. Um, they're both very they're both steel. It's a double door setup, but they don't meet in the middle. There's a very solid. A stone column in the middle, so they're each uh, they're each very solidly. When when they were not picked open, they were each very solidly in place. Um, swinging those open and letting some more ambient daylight in, you see more broken bits of rock and uh, strewn body parts. There is one. Uh, there is one half and half statue of a stone. Figure and it uh, it looks uh, looks to be a goblin that uh, must have been uh, caught off guard or hit by one of these cockatrices, and the rest are almost uh, unrecognizable body parts of uh, poor victims that were either uh, cut to pieces by the goblins or turned to stone by the cockatrices and then smashed at some point. Presumably by the goblins having fun. One uh, one body catches your attention as being particularly more intact than the others. A dwarf. No, not a dwarf. A human. That uh, is totally unmoving and face down on the floor with most of uh, most of its lower legs uh, off by a couple of yards. As if he had been snapped in half. Kothu, I'm guessing you're the one investigating the interior there. I'll let you handle that. Kothu, if you can make a perception check, please. Perception? That's a... 
I rolled a 17. Mm. So with I my think... plus three, that's... Uh, uh, 20. 20. I just, uh, I need to learn to not ask for somebody to make a roll <laughs> just prior to taking a big gulp of coffee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a 20, um, you recognize this as a, a, a human that uh, bled to death uh, once having come back from stone to his flesh form after having his statue snapped. Uh, uh, yeah, middle-aged, a reasonably well-equipped uh, human that's uh, laying down on top on on top of uh, some of his equipment, his hands stretched out on the floor, having written in blood. If you peer close enough, because you have uh, you have dark vision as a as a half orc, I do. You, you can make out uh, that he wrote in his own blood on the floor, "Sorry, son." <sighs> and if you uh, if you happen to move him, you'll find underneath him uh, a sword. Any particular markings or anything on this sword? Uh, it has uh, it has a wyvern skin grip. It has a talon shaped uh, uh, guard, and on the pommel are are the initials A K. It's uh, it's very shiny. It's it's you can tell just from your experience with weapons that this is not. An ordinary, it's a rapier, and it's not mm-hmm. an ordinary one. It's been silvered. Hmm. More vibrations occur, and off in the distance, you you hear some some high pitched shrieking, screaming, and shouting. And the vibrations against uh, against the ground, apparently some kind of shudder that uh, that uh, started you started to feel after that uh, wild magic ozone smell in the air and that wave of uh, almost a wave of nausea. Uh, the the vibrations are getting louder. Mm-hmm. I kind of pause for a moment, but then continue sweeping and clearing. I thought this was the cockatrices, or maybe the gob, or I would have thought adventurers, but it seems goblins did most of this. If um, if some Rogar, amount, if Rogar the combination of both, it would, it would seem. I'm sorry, you guys are talking to each other, and I'm talking right <clears throat> over you. <laughs> no, I think we accidentally talked over you. Yeah, I, I gotta learn some patience and let you guys go. Uh, Rogar, mm-hmm. though, if you would make a perception check, also. You got it. Hey, natural twenty. I know that Yay. doesn't mean anything on perception, but it's always nice to see. It's it makes a beam of light from the door fall exactly on us. Nice. What it is you can see very clearly that catches your attention. Uh, overturned crates and boxes and items that uh, 
that are remaining in this ransacked counting house, because anything of value obviously by now has been pulled out of the place and completely stripped, or at least what they thought was of value. You notice tiny traps, tiny uh, uh, um, traps that uh, appear to be designed to catch small rodents, uh, some some strips of fabric, uh, a broken crate that has on the side of it tenagel. You recognize uh, uh, as having uh, written on the side of it, tenagel deluxe exterminator kit. Hmm. And if uh, moving a, a piece of the crate aside, you take note of something that catches your eye immediately, and that is a small breadbox-sized cage of boobam that is stuffed with hay. Maybe about half the size of a breadbox. Kind of, you know, I don't know, a ten-inch square cage of boobam stuffed uh, bulging with, with hay. And a picture on it of a creature that you have not seen in quite some time. In fact, it's a creature that you would recognize very, very easily as the type that, uh, the type that, uh, fed, trained, and raised you from birth. Okay, I'm hurrying forward. Um, maybe somewhat heedless? No, nothing stops, uh, nothing stops you except for, uh, perhaps stepping on a sharp portion of one of the traps that was, uh, set up scattered uh, uh, for catching rodents. They were not set. They were simply spilled out of the crate, along with a couple of noxious bottles and potions and strange oh, okay, strange good, written good. instructions. Uh, and the there's, there's very simply a, a bamboo cage with a crude drawing of a dinosaur on its side. And uh, if you lift it to Feels yeah, like I'm crouching down. I'm picking this thing up. Okay, it weighs about four or five pounds. And it's uh, stuffed with hay on all sides. And essentially, it's a it's a bamboo box of hay, cage-shaped. And uh, I'll look back at uh, at Crothu uh, significantly and uh, say, there was a shipment here. Uh Keep your eyes open. There may be animals of the type that that raised me. I nod and continue looking. Most of what uh, most of what you saw outside seems to be concentrated in here so far as broken statue pieces. Um, and uh, broken apart body pieces, and and that one uh, that one snapped in half goblin statue. Everything else just mm-hmm. looked the, the place looks like uh, a kind of a crude frontier bank turned upside down and ransacked from hell for anything that any creature would think is of some sellable mm-hmm. or tradable value. It's just it's a shell. Mm-hmm. And a filthy, a filthy hole that uh, lots of death took place in. Yeah. Did we find any of the cords that uh, they mentioned we would need to come back to come back via the sigil? 
You do actually, uh, you do actually see one, actually, uh, rather disgustingly, you see it, uh, draped down around the bloody separated legs of the, uh, of the middle-aged human that, mm. uh, that bled mm. to death on the floor. And if you look beyond the counter in front of the vault, the whole place is about, uh, whole place is about 20, uh, 20 feet by 20 feet square. With the uh, with the counter uh, closer to the entrance, beyond the counter, you see the uh, matching sigil that is the return the return uh, avenue or vector to get back to Seekers. So we only have the one co- the one cord right away. Just that one person, uh, that one cord. If you retrieve it off of his legs, then you'll have another cord. Yes. Oh, we have the cords we need. To get back, we use the same cords to uh, to get back as we used to get here. You do? Absolutely. I thought. Yeah. I thought, we just, I need, thought the, the we just said... need the glyph here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you're still wearing the ones that Cuddy very expertly tied around your waist okay, to okay. keep them from coming off, you're all set. No worries. There. Okay. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that then. Okay. The vibrations get louder and louder, and now they're un- very unmistakably uh, uh, is a ground shutter. That is coming your way, and the shrieking <clears throat> that you heard gets gets very audible and high pitched, all coming from outside, and all coming from the direction of the mine. Mm. Oh, who's outside? It was Bone Steel and Cuddy were outside. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Have I still uh, have I still got um, blind geek? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, the two of you see racing towards you very, very quickly, uh, the ugliest, tiniest, most disgusting little humanoids that you've ever seen. Uh, very razor sharp teeth, crude armor, um, disgusting rat-like, uh, faces and heads, but they're, they're, they're clearly, they're clearly goblins. They are clearly racing in your direction. They are screaming their heads off, and they don't appear to be focused on you in any way. They are just focused on speed. Oh. Hmm. But uh, they should are, we take them out while they're not focused on us? You could. Or, or try. we could get out of the way and see what happens. Maybe we can hide. All right, I'm good with that. Hiding is my speciality. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If the two of you, uh, if the two of you join your fellows in the uh, counting house, you will see something on the order of six, seven, maybe eight goblins booking their disgusting little stringy butts past the uh, the structures of the of the main part of town and scattering as quickly and as fast as they can. As behind them, um, a very low, heavy creature that does not belong on Quincunx comes charging after them. You've, uh, you've never seen it up close and personal. You've never seen an animal like this before. Uh, its skin appears to form its own kind of armor. You would say it was a horse, except it looks like it weighs about two or three times that of a horse. Uh, it's got a very large protruding horns sticking out of the front of a long, low head. Uh, 
If you've ever seen pictures as a child of an olifant, it seems like its legs are shaped that way, but they're very, very short. Mm. Essentially, it's it's just a, a a most odd, odd little, odd, giant, heavy, snorting, stomping animal that uh, seems very much out of place in in mm. uh, in the snow, charging after these, charging after these goblins and it comes to a snorting breathing stop in front of the counting house mm-hmm. for, uh, for the purposes of not having to post a picture of the thing uh, yes the goblins just have been running away from a mm-hmm. rhinoceros I want to try to make a nature check to see if I recognize this strange beast mm-hmm. please do Uh, 16 on the die. Okay, you got better than I did. A 16 on the die, considering that you were raised by dinosaurs and would come from a climate where this creature would be found quite readily and easily and often. You know exactly what it is. You know Mm. it's a beast, and you know it's a rhinoceros, and that it does not belong here appears dangerously confused and maybe even a little bit scared not territorial because obviously this isn't its territory but uh, its small eyes and heavy horn turn in the direction of the counting house having caught in its side vision some movement and comes charging towards the doors to try and ram uh, somebody today beyond so Rogar says, seven or eight Rogar says it's a and then Crash. <laughs> and it bashes the it bashes the center column between the two doors, and I think that's where we're gonna have to leave it for now. Okay, <clears throat> sounds perfect. Very interesting. I'm curious to see exactly what's going on. I like yeah, some of the clues yeah. that are laying around already. Yeah. I have a hypothesis. Ooh, ooh, so do I. You do. Yeah, we'll have to check them later and see if they match. Maybe, maybe. I'm sorry we only got to kill three uh, deadly things that could have turned you into stone, but I'm glad that we all? got to some kind of... Uh, <laughs> that was suitably terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That you could, the fact that you could have been turned like to stone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and thanks to Blind Geek's prompting, I realized that at some point I need to make a, a, a character who is a bard named Spiral Galaxy. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Yeah, and I, I like your method of describing the monsters. Also, as like actually just kind of describing what they look like, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, emphasizing that some of that can be pretty creepy and scary, as opposed to okay, you see three cockatrices. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, well, I was ready to post a picture. I just couldn't find the damn thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, when he said when he said chick yeah, roosters with bat wings, yeah. I knew exactly what they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, like it. The old uh, the old the size descriptions from three point five, which is which I found originally, had the things at only two feet tall. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh come on, really? And fortunately, uh, it was just classified as a monstrosity under small, which means it could be as tall as four feet. Which is that's much better. I mean, my dog yeah. weighs 110 pounds, mm-hmm. and a cockatrice that can, you know, it's going to attack you should at least weigh over 80, 
and have lots well, they of sharp essentially things. are chickens. Yeah, they yeah. look like it. But uh, they they can fly. That's the thing about them. They've got the they've got uh, if they just on foot they've got a twenty foot speed. Alice right. Cooper Wolf was so much better knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who we should have brought in to defend us. <laughs> yeah, bite these bite these heads off, dude. But when the but when they fly, they got a forty foot range, so you can't outrun them. But their eggs make a hell of a mean omelet. Ooh, you could say that. And if there's any alchemists in town, we can probably take one or two of the corpses back with us and, and uh, sell them to them. Ah, oh, yes, the ancient D&D tradition of becoming walking butchery shops. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this well. Which means the party must just smell lovely when they get oh, back. Oh, God, yeah. That's what yeah. I was thought about. We've, come, we've killed the monster. Out come the filleting knives. Yeah. I need this gland. I need these spores. I need that poison. What do I need gold spit for? (laughs) (laughs) You never know. Come back to town covered with gore and viscera and just from spattering when the knives go. Oh, God. You just have to be careful. Would be very unpleasant people. I'm sorry. (laughs) You just have to be careful. You, 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 You don't want to be like, we killed a Medusa here, see? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Bob. Oh, oh damn! The jail door slamming—that one never gets old. Everybody <laughs> must get stoned. Uh, uh, that would have been a good, a good alternate soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Oh man. Yeah. Well, all right. So yeah, you didn't get the goblins, but uh, you weren't supposed That's to right. actually. Not tonight. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> we saw some goblins. Yeah, you certainly did. Trying to fight them. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, that that would have just would been a a like calling it a couple of minutes earlier because that's a fight that would even the way we we fought earlier. Yeah, some groups would do it though. <laughs> well, huh? what I heard the name of a monster. Okay, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been an interesting combat with the goblins stuck between us and it. God. No, I don't want to be out there in the open with a rhinoceros. No, no there is that. Awesome. Weird magic's happening. Yeah. I it takes everybody. It takes everybody by surprise, even the bad guys. All right. Well, okay. So, um, uh, bone steel on the fifteenth. I will. Uh, I will mechanically man the rogue. All right. Uh, yeah, pretty again. good. At least we don't have to tell Nikki her character got turned to stone. <laughs> hey, yeah, let's I... do just just cause. <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me, Blind Geek, about your Highwayman character. Oh yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the joke. Oh right. right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I was. No, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. That wasn't a very good one. No, it, it, it reminded me. I kind of need to talk to you about that because I'm finding that it's becoming difficult to commit to that time slot. No so, problem, dude. Because when we can't rehearse on Thursdays, the day everybody likes to fall back on is Saturdays. Yeah, makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no thing but a chicken's wing, my friend. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll move on. And uh, House will be there for um, the uh, vengeance-ing 
I awesome. don't know. For some ass kicking, for some ass kicking, he'll he'll be able to take part in that. Cool. Well, I'll try to be there. If they if they make it after three, I can do it. But if they make it before three, and I have to kind of go with majority on this. Yeah, then, ain't uh, no thing. Show up when you can, and if you can't, don't worry about it. Cool. All right. Okay. Nikki, if you're listening, uh hope you get better. Sorry you got the sniffles, and sorry that uh, the the strange surroundings didn't uh, didn't lend themselves to letting you get connected. We were trying. Oh. I know Mr. K was trying, and... It's probably better that you got some sleep anyway, because, well... Yeah, I mean, I projectile vomited in front of my co-workers today, but I made it. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) And what made it worse was strange little... As opposed to the alternate facts, yes. No, 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 I mean... (laughs) Strange little alien buggers squirmed out of it and were trying to attack the co-workers Uh That would nope, be bad. nope, but everyone was embarrassed, and it called an end to the presentation. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Please don't tell my supervisor I am working with a broken hip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, eh, I'll be fine. I'll be all right. Nope. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, folks, all right, this this was uh, this was quite a bit of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm glad I didn't wax eloquent over all kinds of crap and just like let things happen. I like the mechanic of saying, okay, you did that. Now you go here. It's very speedy. There are definitely moments when we want the, the full experience with all the, the like characters and that, but Sometimes, at least this time yeah, <laughs> we can get yeah. to it. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we could stand to use that mechanic more frequently. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's listened, you know, but just, just like dropped a little hint saying, okay, we did that. Let's go to the thing. And that's fine because otherwise I'll, 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 I'll tell you about what kind of, what kind of wax was used on the furniture. <laughs> no Johnson's wax, go. of course. Glow coat. There you go. Glow coat. And, uh, and that's but just thanks for me. Just, just think about when you, when you, when you, when you, you write up the the this campaign setting to to sell on drive through RPG. You'll have all of that in your head and ready to to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I can still amuse myself. So long as the details are there for me to ponder, I can still make the place as real as I need to, depending yeah, on what it's called for. <laughs> so, uh, all right, good deal. Everybody. uh uh, once again, Eric, uh, in four weeks, we, uh, will hope to see you back and, and, and kick an ass again. Absolutely. And, we'll still uh, be here. Probably. Uh, yeah, we'll be, mm-hmm. we'll, we will have made it outside the counting house by then. <laughs> <laughs> in a month. And four minutes uh, may have passed. <laughs> four, I, I, I believe in us, guys. I think we can do yeah. it. <laughs> if we stay focused. <laughs> We a big gift. But first, yes. we need to find an ice wagon and hook some horses to it. Oh, right. Got to get as far as the edge of town. It's possible, but it can be done. Oh, I, was ready to, I was ready to bang a hole in the desk with my head. That, that was. Oh. It was fun in its own way. Though. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, okay, first, we need an ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. What's ice it. cream? Oh, I love it. Love it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Pop Goes the Weasel? 
It's just Rogar sitting on a wagon <laughs> shouting <laughs> all around the mulberry bush. It was supposed to be Claire de Lune. <laughs> <laughs> or Turkey in the Straw. Oh, man. Good stuff. <sighs> okay. Nice. All right, gents. Have yourselves uh, have yourselves a safe and uh, and uh, warm a time as you can. Oh, it's warming up lately, but regardless uh, of the weather, thank you again and uh, uh, see everybody uh, uh, everybody that can make it in two weeks. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. Sounds Great session. Awesome. Take care, everybody. Take care. Thanks. Thanks.